JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. And here we go. The Indianapolis Colts select Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. Let's don't expect him to be Superman from day one. You know, we got to let these guys develop and play, and they're going to have some struggles, and then they got to work through the struggles, and eventually their talent, the more they play, their talent will come to life. He can spin it. He's got a huge arm, and he makes some huge plays in the past game, so we're excited to work with him. Wanted to leave you with some insider information that I received last night. Get my haircut. New barber told me a Colts QB scout get this haircut there and said they are really high on Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson According to your barber. That's right. The Ride with JMV, 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. And there you go. Caller Aaron in Hamilton County. His Hamilton County barber had this thing pegged the night before last here at the very end of the show. So it is Anthony Richardson and I have carved out a wide berth of time for you to call. And along with me, we shall give our opinions. I have many um, and as I always am, because I never have to tell you that, completely honest, this was something I have told you before, that I would find it incredibly hard, no matter what direction they went, to get mad and shake my fist at what they ended up doing with a quarterback. Now, granted, if it would have been a situation where, and I know it was talked about last night, that they would have traded back and not secured a quarterback, then... Maybe the fist would be shaken then. But with what took place last night, I I didn't have any problem with it. I would find it tough for a lot of you, and I know the numbers. I see the 13 starts, the completion percentage. Somebody sent me last night a comparison between Connor Bazelak and Anthony Richardson, and I thought that's going to scare everybody off of Twitter. But... I'm more than willing, because they did this, to wipe the slate clean and see what happens here. And the reason why I'm more than willing is because I know, and you should know by now by listening to this show, that nobody's going to go anywhere that quickly, unless this is an absolute disaster. I cannot believe that he is 20 years old. How in the world is that 20 years old? Now, the one thing that I brought up before, and this was after his pro day, I was in awe 
of his athleticism. It just it looks like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make up. It's like what you do in the video games now. You make up that perfect video game character for you. Like I know what I'm talking about. I haven't played anything but Galaga since 1981. But I'm, I think that's what you do. And that's what somebody did. The only thing you don't know, the athleticism is off the charts. I was talking to Tony Katz this morning on a couple of his shows, one video and one radio, and he asked me about that, and I said, now, frankly put here, he is the most athletic, the most athletically gifted talent at quarterback coming out of college ever. I mean, that's a heap right there. Can you imagine at 20 years of age, he is going to be at the top of the list of most important within that organization, owner, general manager, head coach, and then 20-year-old. And for that team, that's going to be the 20-year-old. That is absolutely incredible to me. Yet, I sit here before you, and I don't have that much of a problem. And if I did, I would. I'm just not going to create something for the sake of, of cinema here. And creating it for you. I just, I don't have much of an issue with it. I am curious to see where this goes. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's this, the curiosity that I have. Because everybody has described it as boom and or bust. Is it allowed to be anywhere in between? What is going to be acceptable? What is going to be at an acceptable level? Is it going to be more about individual performance? Or what comes along with his individual performance in terms of productivity team-wise? How quickly are you looking for it? It's going to be a week one starter? I think Shane Steichen said yesterday that you know he wouldn't mind to get it going. Then Chris Ballard said... You know, again, get it going within reason. And Chris Ballard said, you got to take your time. I'm assuming there's a reason why you have Gardner Menchu. Week number one is going to be Gardner Menchu, right? Unless this guy just blows everybody away. But what's the timetable on that? Again, there are a lot of question marks, and it's really weird. But you got to keep in mind, the last couple of times, this team was in this neighborhood of a high first-round quarterback selection. And I know that there was a little bit of debate. There wasn't with me regarding Manning and Leaf, but there was a little bit of debate. And I know that there was a tad bit of debate regarding Luck and Robert Griffin III, but not really, right? I think everybody pretty much knew what was going to happen. This is a little bit different. There is not that absolute lockdown. This is who you have to get. This is well, this is why you're up there. I mean, I know Carolina found their guy, but when you think about it, they didn't really find their guy initially. They traded up there to make sure that they found their guy. Think the Colts really would have traded back had Richardson been unavailable? That's why I always call BS on this. They knew. You know. So you go from twenty taking a 20-year-old quarterback to trading out of that altogether? Come on. Come on. We can't buy that, can we? At any rate, this is, can I use more than 100% or is that lame? 
This is 110% a Shane Steichen call. This was Shane Steichen's pick. And by the way, keep in mind, Shane Steichen has yet to coach as an NFL head coach his first game. 100% his. His call. You know, I mentioned yesterday that it should be a smidge, maybe a small, slight percentage. More than the owner and more than the general manager. This was by a landslide more than the GM. I still kind of wonder. I'd like to ask somebody if maybe you know, Jim Irsay still a little bit. I know I saw the tweet. <laughs> maybe he's still a little bit rubbing his eyes and going, hey, what, 20-year-old? 20, what, That's what happened, 20-year-old. Wondering, but no, 110% Shane Steichen's call. And, you know, honestly, that's the way that it should be. That's the reason why he was hired. You know, when I broke down Shane Steichen being a first-year head coach and dealing with quarterbacks, and that's at the top of the resume. Again, I, I mentioned this regarding my resume. I haven't made one up in 23 years. So I, I don't know what's on. I, I pro- still probably have doing commercials for Mars Nightclub on B97 in Bloomington on the top of my resume right now, probably. But on the top of the Shane Steichen resume, it is it is going to read, works with quarterbacks, takes them to the next level, and works with all varieties. So why not? turn him loose with this why not give him the opportunity if he decided to point his finger liking this and i I think the timeline last night according to chris ballard was about a month a month or so a couple of weeks after shane steichen was hired and i kind of wonder when when shane steichen called chris ballard and allegedly according to chris said man this guy is incredible i've never seen a guy with this many tools i was thinking that shane steichen reacted in a similar fashion after watching his pro day as i did remember i'm up at joe's grill in castleton it was the opening day of major league baseball season and i could not get away from that pro day and I know a lot of it, you know, you're throwing it up and hitting the roof and you're throwing it 65 yards from your knees and you know, all this stuff that really doesn't matter. But I was in awe. And then you watch this guy just kind of run down the field faster than everybody else and be bigger than everybody else. Yeah, I did. I thought it was incredible. I wonder if that's kind of how Shane Steichen felt. And that was the time where he thought, hey, this guy has so many tools, so many weapons. If we can't just get him to play the quarterback position better, we've got something here. And again, that's why Shane Steichen is here. That's why he's here. He's here for that alone. And I put it in terms yesterday of kind of guiding a quarterback, a young quarterback through being coached up and a level of leadership. It wasn't so much just playing the quarterback position because you look at these other guys, and even if you want to talk about Will Levis, you probably, as of right now, be more confident in them just playing the quarterback position. But this guy seems like he does have a lot more, according to them. And this was this was Shane Steichen.
There's going to be a lot on his shoulders, and there's going to be a lot on the shoulders of a 20-year-old. A lot of us sit back and say, that's easy. I was an absolute mess when I was 20. I can't imagine. Can't imagine being fourth or third or however you want to put it in the pecking order as far as, you know, CEO. He's like a CEO at the age of 20. Sometimes I couldn't figure out where I'd be sleeping one night after the other. It was, yeah, that's the difference in 20-year-olds. So there's a lot, and I mean a lot, that's going to go into this. Now, getting to the Will Levis stuff from yesterday, and I, I did have to remind everybody, and it's it's all right, and I know a lot of you came to my defense last night on Twitter. That's all right. Sometimes I do enjoy it, and I certainly wasn't been out of shape by any stretch. And you could tell last night when Chris Ballard said, hey, it goes back about a month. I mean, I told people over and over again that what I heard regarding Levis goes back well beyond that. We talked about the end of the year. And the one thing that was consistent with everybody last night is just how tightly wrapped, how locked down. There wasn't a breath of anything coming out of there. Give you a great example. How much was Jim Irsay doing? And I wondered, right? I wondered aloud to Mike Chappell. I wondered aloud maybe to somebody else, you know, whether or not that they were sharing absolutely everything with the owner. And it's probably just to keep things like today from happening. Now, I don't think it's a big deal, but. You know, maybe somebody in the Colts organization might when Jim Mercy tweeted out, Colts fans, would you take Will Levis at number two if you're on the board for the Colts in four hours from now and go Montana young for a franchise? Well, of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. But if you remember, there wasn't much, if anything at all, of that leading up to this draft. And there was like a four-quarterback montage that he put up there, and basically that was it. So I thought that it's worth wondering if there were some aspects of this entire investigation to find who they were going to draft in number four last night if um, they just didn't let the owner be privy to absolutely everything. It just makes me wonder, right? I'm not suggesting that it's accurate, but... Some of this stuff does lead you maybe to believe that would be true because then all of a sudden, boom, today, and now it's got everybody talking. Got everybody talking. I got, uh, who's this? Adam, friend of the show, listener, says Chicago Sports Radio ripping this tweet. No way that they do this, right? Oh, there's no way that they do that. Why would you do that? I don't know if I'd put it past them late five or one of the sevens maybe to go a quarterback again i know it sounds weird but i wouldn't put it past him but to me it's got to be wide receiver in round two and to me it's got to be cornerback in round three that's where you start coming up in day number two to me but with will levis in mind again with me there was no smokescreen and I know I joked about that if you guys remember for the past month and a half I had joked about hey I bet the Colts really would love me running a little counter meaning they're thinking about this and I'm talking about them doing that but that was all in jest 
I mean, to me, there wasn't any big smokescreen. There was just everybody was completely silent about it. There was nothing getting out. I don't think that Chris Ballard was trying to create a smokescreen. I thought that there was more of a smokescreen last year in the buzz that was created regarding Matt Ryan still having something after watching 90 minutes worth of tape. That was more of a smokescreen. That was more of a, well, wait, we'll see what happens. Oh, okay, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Now, that's not altogether true, is it? Well, I thought there was more of a smokescreen back when they said Jacoby Brissett was a top 15 or so quarterback in the NFL. I thought last night, I thought last night is just what a draft can do to a player. And that can leave that player hanging. And that can leave that player hanging in embarrassing fashion. And I can make all the jokes I want about the guy being surrounded by chicks. Most of which his family, one of which apparently his girlfriend, but it still looks good on the resume. I can joke all I want about that, but that's not good. You or I, even with still the windfall that he's going to end up getting when somebody does take a chance and draft him, uh, that wouldn't be fun for anybody. A lot of people are asking me, did you feel sorry for him last night? I don't know if I felt sorry for him. He still looked in a really good place. So I don't know if I felt sorry for him, but I... I wouldn't want to be in that position, would you? Now, with him, you know, I get a lot of this kind of anti-stuff. Well, he's not going to attend the second round. Clearly, you don't want him. And you guys drop all these draft day references on me. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have not spent one ounce of time watching draft day, the film. Now, one. I can dig on Kevin Costner, and I know it's about the NFL, and I know everybody says that it's fairly accurate, but it has not interested me in one ounce ever. I have never watched it. So everybody kept dropping the Bo Callahan references to me, and I'm thinking, well, wait, what? Bo Callahan? What are you talking about? And now I get it. Now I get it. But for him, for him, this may work out this may work out in a fashion in which it did for Aaron Rodgers again I'm not suggesting he's going to be a future Hall of Famer but maybe it works out for Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers was bent out of shape then Aaron Rodgers had to go sit behind Brett Favre all that built Aaron Rodgers into what you see now which to many is an incredible pain in the ass but to the Jets and a lot of former Packer fans, it was something you could not do without. It was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL of all time. Again, I'm not suggesting that's what Levis is going to be, but I am suggesting that he thrives. I'm betting in that type of situation where he gets embarrassed. And I talk about chips on the shoulder with these guys all the time. There's the ultimate The way that that thing played out dramatically, you got Mike Greenberg with his dramatic pauses still in the green room. All that played out in front of everybody. And while people, and I don't know if people know this or not, people said that, well, this guy's incredibly arrogant. He's got an arrogant air to him. I think this would motivate somebody and somebody that can thrive with that particular motivation who knows what you might get it wasn't just a sore toe was not just a sore toe so there was no smoke screen or anything like that with me it was just 
old information that literally I told you 937 times. Every time I brought it up, I said, hey, I've heard nothing in forever, and this is really old. This is my pick. This is who I think they're going to draft. This is who I hope they draft. It was C.J. Stroud. Now, there's your smokescreen. Stroud was the smokescreen. You never heard, other than like Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper Jr., because of their evaluations, had Levis as a top two, top three quarterback. So they're going with their evaluations. When you think about it like Houston, I mean, Houston floated it out there to Adam Schefter. He made a, what, a bet verbally on the air that, hey, they're not going to take a quarterback. We had John McClain on, who used to be at the Houston Chronicle, still covers the Texans, saying, yeah, you know what? They are going to take a quarterback. Everybody else is wrong. Now, he wasn't accurate about the quarterback that they did take. He thought they were going to take Levis. They end up taking C.J. Stroud. That's a smokescreen. They used every ounce of Adam Schefter. Yeah, here, not so much. They probably thank me, or they should thank me, because I'm sure I did run a bit of misdirection. Well, this is what I heard, even though it goes back to the the in-season disaster that that was, and then people take it like, well, wait a minute, he's reporting that that's who they're going to draft. Hey, JMV, what changed? Well, I mean, I don't know. From the end of the season, what I heard, it was a long time, and then they hired a coach, and then the coach liked the pro day of – Anthony Richardson, I I thought it was well-documented last night, exactly, clearly the timeline. But smokescreen? I don't know about Vegas. I don't know about Vegas, but the the mock draft evaluations from McShay and Mel Kuyper, that's just how they had him rated. Kuyper was pretty close to being accurate, not with that. But with most of his picks last night, I think he was pretty close to being accurate. But no, you had the ultimate smokescreen in Houston. And by the way, I don't know why people are down on what they did. That's the ultimate all chips in right there. Well, I can't believe they did that. They don't have any wide receivers. Well, I mean, they need a quarterback. They got arguably the second best quarterback in the draft. And they got, I don't know, that's less arguable. The best defensive player in the draft? That not get anybody around here a sports arousal? What would you say if the Colts did that? Would you say, hey, way to go, or, oh, I can't believe they did that? What are they doing? That's just the Houston Texans being the Houston Texans. Nah, man, they put their they put their sack in a wheelbarrow last night and pulled up to that draft. I give credit where credit is due. You know what, the Eagles, too. The Eagles, another team last night in round number one that did really well. Isn't it funny when you are at the top of the heap, so to speak, in the NFC, near the top, throughout the NFL, it is funny how what comes with that territory is just really good fortune. Like everything you're doing now is is being right. You know, one of those initial things that they did to transition into what was a Super Bowl season of this past year was somehow talk John Robinson into trading away A.J. Brown. But good fortune comes with you. You can play great on the field, but to be at that level right now where seemingly nothing that you do is wrong, and you go out and get another two Georgia defenders last night, 
the guy that slid down. I mean, it is incredible. And then Nolan Smith at the end. So, yeah, job well done. I don't know why everybody was so down on Houston. You guys around here, right? You guys would be all excited if the Colts did something like that. I mean, everybody looks at Ballard as always, you know, being that that value shopper. Houston went out, and Houston went out last night, and they put all chips in. So good for them. Got to find more wide receivers, but granted, so do the Colts. I hope that's a round two pick here. We go wide receiver, cornerback coming up later on tonight. You guys all satisfied with that? I think I am satisfied with that. Wide receiver and cornerback. Yeah, you got to add some more offensive line. Uh, edge rusher. I mean, there's there's a lot. There's an absolute lot. You know, it's funny. I asked this a number of times. I always revert back to what Rick Carlisle told me on this show in October regarding the Pacers, and he warned you, you Pacer fans that were listening, about the losing that was sure to come and to make sure that you had patience and an understanding in what that they were doing. Now, Chris Ballard, to a degree, also did that with Anthony Richardson in mind last night. I just I don't think he needed to do that, but maybe he did. Maybe I'm wrong. Do you honestly think that he's going to be 20 years old, play 13 games for the Florida Gators as a starter, and just jump in here and be incredible? Can you imagine how much there is to digest for a 20-year-old quarterback that's going to be leading an organization here? So maybe Chris Ballard was taking a play from the playbook of the Pacers and Rick Carlisle. And then I thought it was genius a year ago, too, because then you have a month of December like the Pacers had, and everybody was satisfied. It was still a losing season. They didn't make the postseason, and all that sucks. But nobody really complained. If I were Chris Ballard, I'd make that that voice and that sentiment a little bit louder. Because that's the type of patience you're going to have to have. Well, I can't believe they have all this patience. If they don't do this in year number one, he's going to be gone. He's got three years to get this done. Unless this is an absolute disaster. If this is a disgrace, a disaster, It is. if it's relatable to the type of season they had that was a clown show a year ago, then I'll change my tune on that. But as of right now, this is going to be three years. The head coach has six on his contract, and the general manager, like it or not, And you certainly know that I have been pointed with my commentary in the past, certainly the recent past regarding him, like it or not, at the opportunity to reboot. And they did that last night with a 20-year-old quarterback, and that was, if you like Anthony Richardson in that pick, tip the cap to the new head coach. Tip the cap to the head coach that has yet to coach a game in the NFL. All right, I got a lot more for you coming up on this show. Hopefully in the 4 o'clock hour, Anthony Richardson is going to drop in. I know he's got a busy schedule, but I am, uh, I'm loaded up and ready whenever he does call. Uh, Anthony Richardson, that is the expectation on this show. Bob Kravitz, I'm not going to use baseball analogies and stuff. I hope you guys are okay with that. 
I'll just go with take a chance. Bob Kravitz is going to join us coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. Otherwise, I wanted this to be an opportunity for everybody. And we had some differing opinions last night. But I want this to be an opportunity for everybody to have something to say about what went down last night. And even if you want to add the expectations of today, then so be it. Even if you want to do that. Yeah, I thought last night last night was interesting. I'll give credit where credit is due as well. I think Arrowhead's a toilet. And they weren't an Arrowhead last night. But I thought the presentation in Kansas City was pretty outstanding. You know, other than the Chiefs fans singing, you got to fight for your right to party. Do they do that all the time there? Does Jimmy know that? Is that one of their things? I don't, I don't know if that's They suck at it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think Chiefs fans suck. Not Jimmy. I like Jimmy a great deal. I think Jimmy knows that, but Chiefs fans can eat it. Yeah, I don't like them at all. But I thought the presentation was great. I was trying to think about it last night and how it would be here. Would this be a, it had to be a downtown deal, right? Would they close off the circle and do it? Or would they do it over at IMS? Now they would do it here. Because I'm the one that opens my big yap and says, well, you got to have one here pretty soon. I mean, they're going to Detroit next year. What are they going to do that, 8 Mile? <laughs> that would be great. There's one that you'll like to conveniently miss. Yeah, okay. Detroit next year, okay. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm just trying to think about what it might look like around here. We love to utilize, well, I mean, obviously somebody needs to get a big broom out and around down here at some point. At least centralized downtown. Everything else around the Alexander, what they're going to do with the uh, Diamond Chain Company, I guess, too. Fountain Square, Fletcher Place, Mass Ave. Going to rip, get back on the right track here in, in the centralized location of downtown. But where would that be held? Here? They'd be held, held out at the Speedway? I would guess that it would be at the Speedway. Or will it be so far down the road that they're going to be holding it at the new soccer facility? Would you do it at Lucas Oil Stadium? Anyway, a lot of thoughts that we have. Busy show. And again, as long as there is time, Anthony Richardson scheduled in here in the 4 o'clock hour. Can't wait for that. Uh, the back and forth between he and his brother, the the letter, that was pretty awesome. I'll tell you, I could understand following that dude as a leader. It's weird saying that about a 20-year-old. But he seems incredibly humble. I'm assuming that somewhere, because it's amazing to me, you, you have these just physical gifts. And at some point, I mean, you have to have hidden around this ego switch that you flip and you just have to and that has to come with that territory but he seems like an incredibly humble individual so far as i can tell so far so far (laughs) say that about three more times but it's going to be interesting to see what shane steichen and company end up doing with him how they try to mold him. And again, where do you think he should start? Is it week number one? Is it further out? 
Like, I don't think he's going to start week number one. I wouldn't guess that right now. Again, it remains to be seen. Yeah, otherwise, a lot of questions. We'll get to your calls at 239-1070. Inside the Lounge via YouTube Live, I have yet to open this up, but apparently I was in there a little bit earlier. So we'll get inside the lounge via YouTube Live, HD Radio, the stream, and the app. Anthony Richardson scheduled in the 4 o'clock hour. Kravitz in his commentary in the 5. And a lot of me and a lot of you. Draft night number one, and it's Anthony Richardson, the quarterback of the long-term future. Your thoughts on that and more coming up next. 93.5107 by The Fan. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Ride with JMV. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. My man Alan Stanley says Detroit has revitalized their downtown. It looks completely different than it did 10 years ago. Football, basketball, baseball are all downtown now. The draft will be downtown as well. Uh, full disclosure here, Alan, friend of this show, they could have they could have a huge Gallagher machine and Donkey Kong and the biggest arcade in the world. Uh, they could have Pearl Jam playing on the side and the world's largest legalized in Michigan dube lit up right there. And I would still think that Detroit and Michigan sucks. That's just kind of me. That's just kind of me. I'm sorry about that. People see, people say I need to change my tune about Michigan, but I just that's how I feel about Michigan. And Detroit's in Michigan, and there we are. Uh, JMV, I wonder if Joey Porter Jr. might be there at 35. I've wondered the same thing. I'm kind of looking for best wide receiver on the board right there, Steven San Antonio. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, JMV, I think Morocco Brown had a lot more to do with the pick than you think. I think he was beating the drum for a while. I can tell you this, Ray, though, and Indy, my good friend, I can tell you that it was 110% a Shane Steichen call. I'm not suggesting that Morocco Brown did not have a great deal of positive input. And again, you should like that. You should like that part of it. Uh, This is from Greg, JMV. Doesn't it make you wonder how a guy with all those tools gets completely demolished by Vanderbilt? It does. I do. I am. I'm very curious. (laughs) Very curious. Uh, Seven says, JMV, if not the rookie at the helm in week one, then who? His name, Gardner Minshew in week one. That is the reason why they brought him in here. Or at least one of the reasons why they brought him in here. All right, I got time for you. Matt says, quote, Chiefs fans can eat it. (laughs) I I think Chiefs fans suck. I can't stand them. And I can't stand that toilet that everybody loves they play in either. They can have Arrowhead. Stick it with a sun don't shine. Like it. Sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy's so mad at me. I, I apologize to Jimmy. This is not meaningful with Jimmy in mind. 
Or my guy, Soren Petro, who hosts a show out there. I like him a great deal, too. Oh, not a Chiefs guy. John's going to start out the show at 239-1070. John, welcome in. How are you? Hey, uh, doing good. Enjoyed the show. First of all, I was thrilled that they picked Richardson. I thought it was a big swing, and yes. I was tired of the old, stiff, white guys. It's time to change it up a bit at quarterback. The old, stiff, um, white guys? What? <laughs> uh, with you Ryan need to put that a little. Oh, yeah. You, just, just, you could probably just get away with saying the veteran quarterback presence that they have selected in the there past. Yeah. I'm ahead. a stiff old white guy. That's why I can say that. But hey, um, I was curious. You, about two days ago, you were interviewing a, a media type out of Jacksonville. Indeed. And he was kind of. He was kind of negative on Anthony. Can you mm-hmm. revisit that just a bit on what he was, why he was against him? Uh, and thank you, John, for the call. It's because of the stats that you see that I would advise you not to look at because you probably won't be thrilled. It might put some bad thoughts in your head. Uh, completion percentage, turnovers, and the lack of starts. I'm not going to get in. He got into the, well, he's got to do this better and footwork and blah, 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 and twitch and I, whatever. That's that's not me. But if you look at the stats, you do go, oh. But that's going to be the job of the head coach. That's going to be the job of the head coach and in year number one that absolutely more than anybody else wanted that. That's his gig. So that's why Mike DiRocco, a couple of days ago, was talking in that particular fashion. Talking like that. But it's certainly, you know, again, at the time it makes a lot of sense because, I mean, the numbers are what the numbers are. But this is one of these things where, it's, again, you just think about what Rick Carlisle and how he was trying to lay that out to you about the Pacer season and what to expect. Chris Ballard was essentially doing the same. And I, I know I've heard it. Well, you know, he's a survivor and he, you know, he's just laying out wanting to stay longer. The dude's got three years right now. He doesn't have to lay out anything right now to stay longer. Unless this guy comes out and trips over his own feet and looks horrible whenever he does. If it's Zach Wilson-esque, then maybe he has an issue. But can you honestly fathom any year worse than this past? Somebody had asked me that last night. I, I guess that maybe I'm naive. And I'm not even talking about with him being the primary guy. I'm just talking about this team in general. It'd be worse record-wise than you were a year ago. Is this a four-win team, a three-win team? It's out of curiosity. Uh, Paul's up next to 239-1070. Hello, Paul. Hey, JMV, how's it going? I'm fantastic. I appreciate you asking. <laughs> Good. Hey, love the pick. Super excited. You know, I was driving to Lexington, Kentucky on Wednesday, and I happened to pick up Louisville Sports Talk Radio. And I tell you, those guys were really down on Levis, which surprised me. I thought for sure that the Colts would go with a safe pick, grab Levis, and we'd have a few years of mediocrity. But I tell you, I love Richardson. He's going to bring a dimension, a dual-threat quarterback that we have not seen here in Indy. So, well, I hope you're right. But I, I do think in the state of Kentucky, I think Matt Jones has probably stroked Will Levis enough for the entire Bluegrass yeah. State. So I think Louisville could probably have a differing opinion. So yeah. <laughs> that, that, does, that, would, that would sound like that that's familiar territory to me. But what you're talking about with, with uh, Richardson is – 
is is what they expect. You know, I, I talked about you know molding, and I was talking in terms of leadership and coachability and stuff. But you know, this is molding into you know what Shane Steichen expects. There, there's a lot on the shoulders of a 20 year old, and a lot on the shoulders of a first time head coach coming up here. Yep, totally agree. Totally Paul, agree. Anything else? Not real quick. Um, yeah, I just want to say I think you're right about the patience. You know, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, we're going to be a, a top five, top ten pick next year. We got to have patience. Peyton Manning finished three and thirteen that first year. He wasn't Peyton Manning after uh, after that year. We need patience. So I think you're right on. Yeah, you know what? We say that right now. <laughs> they are going to have to show signs. I said the same thing about the Pacers. Well, yeah, yeah. You talk about patience right now. Nobody's going to have it. But you know, they earned themselves some patience because they gave you a dab of hope for their core. This is what the Colts are going to need to do. Give you a little bit of hope. I'm not suggesting they're going to win the division for the first time in most of your lifetimes. Not really, 2014. But they're going to have to snatch a little bit of hope from somebody else and then give it to you guys. And then you'll be able to sustain. Then you'll be able to talk about patience. SPT, who is a Dave Smiley show bro, but likes me better, writes this. Halverson definitely putting some work in with the Smiley bros, having you this close, the greater Geist area. I am at uh, La Hacienda on Cinco de Mayo. Holy crap. I'm going to have to get El Rido home. <laughs> I'm going to have to hit you El Rido. What? Cinco de Mayo and Luna Azul Tequila at La Hacienda on Fox Road. Anybody got an extra room? Hey, by the way, too, I don't know if I can do something about this, but this picture makes me look fat. Now, I know this picture makes me look fat because I am fat, but this picture it makes me look too fat. It's funny. Hey, JMV, I heard your remark about Will Levis's women last night. Yeah, I think that there was a mom and maybe two sisters. Uh, they were pretty smoketacular. And then he had his girlfriend there, too. But I'm just talking about with me, in my book, and that's my book. I thought last night he was a winner, even if he did not get drafted. Uh, Chad Line 4, Jep on this show. How are you, sir? Doing good, Jamie. How are you? I could not be better. I appreciate you asking. It makes me feel really warm inside. <laughs> hey, uh, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, then uh, Fisher over Charles Leno. Uh, it's like that's what safe got us. Okay, safe, safe, safe yeah. choices, and uh, so we were mired in uh, maybe for a while. I mean, certain things worked, certain things didn't work. It was time to rip the Band-Aid off and take a swing. It is better to be boom or bust rather than be, rather than be yeah, he's okay, but be mired in mediocrity. So I like the pick. I love the pick. Well, and, I, and uh, I'm not and I'm not mad at you because that is also what what you use to talk yourself into it. Because yes, you, you do, because you you've also, noticed you've noticed the numbers, and you know we're yeah. a bunch of numbers nerds, and we look at all these yeah. numbers. Oh my God! But that's how you justify it 
to yourself, and that's how Colts fans are doing it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you oh, whatsoever, yeah, it's Chad. Also the J- Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson factor too. Uh, if Vince Young and RG3 did not go to Jeff Fisher and Mike Shanahan, they would have prospered under the current era of uh, John Harbaugh or Shane Steichen. So the era is different. So we need to factor into that. And then you have basically when Lamar Jackson won his MVP, he had a fullback and a mauling offensive line. So forget all the weapons and all that stuff. We have drafted Jelani Woods, Pierce. It is time to shore up the weaknesses in the offensive line, and that should be the number one priority. And you, Anthony Richardson, you, you make sense. You, you make sense. And Chad, I'll tell you this: I, that's I would not be surprised at all. I'm sitting here talking wide receiver, you know, kind of pleasuring myself a little bit with that. But Chad, I would not be surprised at 35. If that's if that's not an offensive lineman. I would not be surprised. Yes. I mean, and also think about this RPOs with JT and Anthony Richardson with the boxes stacked and then uh, basically getting one-on-one coverage on the outside. Oh, that would be music to my ears. And uh, I feel like uh, that will play into his strength, which uh, is the deeper ball than the uh, intermediate uh, and the short one. So that's one thing. And the... Other thing is, if you notice, uh, Josh Allen's and Jalen Hurts' uh, completion percentage and accuracy did not go through the roof and jump 10 percentage points until their GM got them Stephon Diggs and A.J. Brown. So what Ballard provides eventually will determine how far Anthony Richardson goes. But yeah, well, I will. I will. I will tell you this. One, yeah. Just ease him in and uh, play to his strength first, which will piggyback around his legs and JT's uh, running game. Chad, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate that. My concern about that is this. My concern is that that now because this has backfired in so many different ways. You know, this unloading these skill position players on the value of these skill position players like wide receiver, uh, as I've been squawking about forever, is now truly being realized that I think it's going to be tougher and tougher to get over on that other general manager that has that prize already developed wide receiver. I, I don't know how many John Robinsons are going to be left. And hell, he's not left either. In giving up that type of haul in a ridiculous trade that got your own ass fired. Quick break and we'll come back. If you guys are on hold, I'll get to you. Hopefully, Anthony Richardson, I'm looking for him. A little five-minute window maybe coming up at the 4 o'clock hour. Kravitz, much larger window because he needs it in the 5 o'clock hour as well. 93.5107.5 The Fan. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Ride with JMV. And the beat goes on, yeah. And the beat goes on. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, welcome back. All right, so Anthony Richardson is the fourth overall selection, the future quarterback for the Colts. And from NFL Network, Daniel Jeremiah joined us Monday. And this is what he had to say about the before he was selected by the Colts quarterback. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's a few games. I think you're talking about a handful of games. Uh, let him see it. Let him see it from the sideline. Uh, let's get him really, really comfortable with how you're going to use him and how you're going to operate with him. Let him watch just a little bit. But then, you know, he's got to get out there. He's got to get out there. He's got to get experience. He's got to get reps. I think you can lean on his legs a lot more early on. You know, he's he's got a rare body now to be able to take some punishment. So I, I think you're going to play him a lot different year one than you will year three. But I think because of his athleticism, it allows you to get him on the field. Daniel Jeremiah from Monday's show. By the way, I've been told I have a rare body as well. Just not certainly athletically speaking like that, which is incredible. 20-year-old Anthony Richardson, and hopefully he joins us. I believe he's going to coming up here in the 4 o'clock hour. Kravitz in the 5 o'clock hour. A lot to talk about from last night. And then you got rounds two and three coming up later on tonight as well. So I mentioned wide receiver. I mentioned cornerback. I bet you it'll go offensive lineman and cornerback, but I want it to go wide receiver and cornerback. Uh, Damon Dobbs says, hour one down, eight to go. <laughs> yeah, JMV takeover next door. Actually, it may not begin at 6 because I think I got to go until like 6.20 or so here. So I'm going to go and hand it off to the last word, and then those guys are going to have the draft show coming up here again tonight at 7. Then I go next door and play your request from the 1990s. The versatility is incredible right here. So be ready for it. Scott writes this, Chargers took Ryan Lee for the 98 draft behind Peyton Manning. The Chargers then won the AFC West in 04, 06, 07, 08, 09 without Leaf. Richardson is low risk, high reward. Nothing high risk, high reward. I don't mind that they did that. Again, I had no issue. I know some took issue with it. Some were overly excited. Um, I don't this that the head coach had most to do with the decision. Now, we had talked about Shane Steichen being the guy to make that decision. He should be the guy to make that decision. Well, wait a minute. He hasn't coached a game yet. But it appears that he had a pretty loud voice in that decision-making process. It's from Mike. You should see Will Levis's girlfriend's Instagram. <laughs> Barring a serious injury, have you seen where Marvin Harrison Jr. is slotted for next year's draft? Would like to see something from the Colts, hope-wise, uh, with that year. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. going to be, what, the first wide receiver probably off the board with the type of season he had this past year? Hey, JMV, just start to take over early at 6 on 107.5. We won't mind you playing songs and talking sports. I just did. I entered in with that space hog right there. That would have been working out. Nothing but the 90s right there. Inside the lounge via YouTube Live. And again, Anthony Richardson is expected to be here later on in this hour. I know that he's going to meet with the media coming up here in the next seven minutes. I believe he's got a gathering with the owner. But honestly, in the pecking order of who you need to talk to, I he needs to be with me and you right before the owner. Don't you think? I do too. Okay, you can meet with the media because that's just, you know, everybody's out there right now. So do that. But don't you have, you got to be here and talk with you. Let you guys all listen before. Do I come before the owner? 
in this order? I believe you're right. JMV, Big Roscoe and the Hammers tomorrow night at the Ron Colley Roar event. I'll see you there. I'm going to host that. I enjoy it a great deal. That's why the JMV takeover is Friday. That's why the JMV takeover is a little over two hours until midnight and not tomorrow night per usual. So make a note of that and make sure you're here. Uh, next door on B105.7 when this show is over. All right. I mentioned calls. We got a lot of them until Anthony Richardson joins and then Kravitz in the five o'clock hour. Back to it with Eric at 239-1070. Hello, Eric. How are you? Hey, JMB. Uh, I called yesterday. I was off on the five quarterbacks being taken in a row, so I was off on that. But uh, when I saw Richardson get picked, I I just I was just kind of in disbelief. I mean, and and honestly, I I – I thought after first round, I thought, man, it, it, it would be cool if, if we could get Will Levis. And I love Ursay's tweet, and I see nothing wrong with it. Our 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 football team has has been in disarray with quarterbacks for years. And what is wrong with if if because Levis would be the highest on anybody's board right now that's available, whether you have a quarterback or not. I would imagine uh, just in rank and. It's it's like why wouldn't you get this fixed if you can get it fixed? Get it fixed. I'm, I just I would do it. Well, you want? I, I would absolutely do it. Here's the the big the same class. You're you're not bridging the gap between one rookie to the other. You want to bridge the gap if you have to do that from your veteran Menchu to the rookie. This I mean, this would this would clog up the works. That that was just a joke by Jim Irsay. Did Washington do it in 2012 with RG3 and Kirk Cousins? I said this earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if they selected a quarterback later on in like the late rounds. Because I know they like that BYU kid. I would not be surprised of that at all. But as far as going these two guys in the first round and the second round, that, that was more of a joke than anything else. Okay, and then uh, I do like the Joey Porter Jr. It also like mm-hmm. the tight end from uh, Notre Dame buyer. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And this is supposed to be – it's funny. This is supposed to be this big draft of tight ends. I don't think one tight end went in round number one, did it? Uh, to the Bills. Oh, yeah, yeah, to you're right. Bills. One yeah. one win, yeah. One the win. Buyer was ranked wood on a lot of people's boards. Yep. Hey, Eric, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I would not be surprised in the latter rounds if they did that. Hey, by the way, a huge shout-out to Aaron because three days ago, before the draft, Aaron called at the end of the show and told us his Hamilton County barber, who also cuts the hair of a Colt scout, said that it was going to be Anthony Richardson. And what have I told you always that the barber, the Uber driver, the gardener, the waiter, the bartender, they always have the scoops. They are all, they're the Adam Schefters of NFL scoops around here. They always have it. And it stands to reason you're in an unguarded moment, right? You're just kind of sitting there, easing back and chilling, and you're talking a little ball and just, yeah, yeah. Now, Tony Donahue had the, uh, the snowboarding thing before it came a thing. And then other people said that it was theirs, but that was Tony's. It was Tony Donahue's right here. (laughs) 
They always have that before everybody else. Uh, Jeremiah's on line four. Hello, Jeremiah. How are you? Jamie, appreciate the phone call. You know uh, it. Brother, I'm excited about the uh, JMV takeover this evening because uh, uh, we're heading downtown for uh, a little fun and gathering with all the local oh, yeah. firefighters. And we'll be uh, hanging out with John Gage and Roy DeSoto later on tonight, exactly, aren't you, down here? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, you know. Are you guys going to uh, test out your hoses tonight? Well, <laughs> my hoses have been well tested, brother. <laughs> yeah, Hose testing day downtown tonight. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's exciting to see this this next chapter for the Colts and uh, picking Anthony Richardson and over some of the other candidates that were eligible. Um, but I'm I'm a little concerned that maybe uh, we're are we getting sold a car that we're driving off the lot and it's exciting and it's new and it's shiny and then so you're you're year, referencing Anthony Richardson as a DeLorean. Uh, yes. And, and in a year or two, we have multiple recalls, and they stop making that model, and it goes it goes downhill. Are, are we? Are I, I we don't know. I wish I could that? tell you. I, 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 I wish I could tell you. Um, but I, I can tell you this: I would understand before everybody found out that the DeLorean was a piece of crap. I could understand why people wanted the DeLorean, right? right. So that's right. that's what you really don't know until yeah. you start driving it. Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's I think we're we're putting uh, the cart before the horse when you're seeing you know the analytics and statistics of you know players coming out of college, and you can't just judge that aspect of it because who knows he may end up being a Lamborghini, he may be a Ferrari, but then again he could be a Yugo. We we hope not, right? That would be devastating for the fan base and for the yeah, it'd be, that would be incredibly problematic for everybody involved. Yeah, it would. Because, I mean, even with the three-year bubble that, again, that I believe Chris Ballard has and the six-year contract of Shane Steichen, uh, yeah. I mean, this would put you behind yet again. I mean, this really does need to be it. They need to be right about this. There's no question, Jeremiah, about it. Exactly. And and what are your thoughts on another year? We, we obviously are going to be looking at this um, with a glass full aspect, but uh, what do you think that maybe this, this year is going to be another year of um, maybe perhaps a little bit of uh, underperformance, not necessarily tanking to build the weapons around him for the next couple of years, like you mentioned, Marvin Harrison Jr. or other wide receivers that might be coming out soon or other tight ends. Um, do you think that that's something that the Colts are going to be considering to, to kind of build this as a dynasty for the future? Um, I, I Now, if you're asking me if I think it's going to be a season worse than this past, I don't. But if you're asking me if they're going to be playoff worthy or division title worthy, I don't think that either. I, I think that they're going to be better than what we saw a year ago. And it could be with or without in a number of games of, of Anthony Richardson. But I think they are going to be better than they were a year ago. But it is it is going to be like if you heard Ballard last night say, hey, it's like what Rick Carlisle told us in October. I mean, you're just not going to all of a sudden come out of this and be, you know, Superman. I think that's what Ballard has referenced him as. You're not going to be Superman out of this. And I know nobody wants to hear that, or at least a lot of people, they don't want to hear that from Ballard. And I would agree with you. The problem that you have in not wanting to hear it is you don't understand the length of time he is going to have now. 
I mean, he right. has had a reboot of trust from Jim Ursay. So you might as well get used to it. And that's how they view Anthony Richardson. That's probably in turn how they view this season. And it's very similar to what you got from the Pacers a year ago. But Jeremiah, what you also got from the Pacers is that month of December delivered you hope. I mean, yeah. it got you interested, and that's that is where this Colts team this year needs to strike a little bit of oil right here. I mean, they're going to have, have to build; you know, they have to give you some exciting. Oh, almost there! Look where they are! Look at that growth! Some of those moments, like the Pacers gave people around here in December. And that leads into my next and final point: is is if you start Gardner Minshew and you get this expectation of okay, we're, we weren't expecting you know uh, you know a bunch of wins in a row with him or Anthony Richardson, but Minshew starts and you roll four, five, six games uh, of victory, do you keep riding that hot hand and let I think, I, I think it, the bench? that in turn will take uh, it, that means it'll take Anthony Richardson a little while longer to get ready for it. Right. By no means is that long term, but I think what that would do is that would buy you even more time if you, as a team, as a coaching staff, are still skeptical that he's able to take over. Because, I mean, the dude, what is he going to be 21? I know relatively soon. It just floors me being 20 years old and having all of yeah. this thrust upon you. It's it's an amazing aspect of all of it. And that's where I think it gives him just a little bit of time to sit and absorb things and kind of take everything in before he gets out yeah. there and, you know, the jitterbugs kick in. I think, I think there's a perfect world. And thank you, Jeremiah. Enjoy the uh, host testing going on here downtown with the firefighters, <laughs> brother. I appreciate Thanks, that. Bro. Tell Melissa Thanks, I said bro. hello. I, there's a perfect world and there's a real world. I think the perfect world is to say, yeah, throw his ass in there right now, man. Well, they say trial by fire. Throw him in there right now. And I think the real world is, all right, well, you can do that, but you also you also owe it to the guys on your team to to give them the best chance at that moment to win and not be, you know, a comedy of getting used to it errors. So there's a perfect world and there's a real world in this. Yeah, I would agree with you. Get get him. I'd love to see him out there and playing. I just don't know how reasonable that is. I think that's a fair assessment, too. Anthony's next, line five at 239-1070. Anthony Richardson is the new Colts quarterback. Anthony, what do you think? I, I think I'm really excited about him. Um, you know, my I think my favorite thing was when uh, they, they called his name. He was walking down the hallway. You could see on his face how uh, how much he experienced a dream coming true. And, that, you know, when he cried... You know, I, I really thought that was a humbling experience for him, and I, I think that's going to lead to uh, – I, I think he's going to be a guy that's going to work hard and, and understand where he's come from and, and where what it means. Hey, I, I do have a couple other things, too. With him only being 20 years old, I want to know if Eric, that last caller, him and I used to work together about 10 years ago, <laughs> and I want to know if he's going to take him out on his uh, 21st birthday and get him so drunk that uh, he passes out in the White Castle bathroom like, like we did with uh, Jeff. And then my, my daughter and my wife have been dying to know if there was an ever ever an update on Dude the Poodle, if Dude the Poodle was ever oh, found. Oh, man. You know what? I, I have not heard about Dude the Poodle, and that scares me because I'm assuming because I have not heard, that means it's not great news. Yeah, my daughter's in the car next Aww. week. We just, just picked her up from school. She's been wondering about Dude the Poodle every day, so... 
Man. We, we just weren't sure. Thank you for asking, though. That reminded me of that, too. I, I think no news is probably not great news in this case which is unfortunate well, because he's a, he's a great listener to the show and man pets pets are so meaningful i make fun of zeke the cat all the time because he's the world's biggest pain in the ass but now i'd find it hard pressed to not have him be a part of the family um and i know what that means to to everybody really not whatever age you're talking about i know what a pet means man and that sucks but thanks for asking yeah, yeah. Well, I'll get off here, and uh, I, get. I think we're going to be good with, with Richardson. And we can at least get Trent Richardson out of our mind now and move on to a much better name like Anthony. Anthony, thank you very much. We're expecting Anthony Richardson to be on this show at some point, I believe about six minutes in maybe, to his presser out at the Colts Complex, a little 5 o'clock meeting with the owner. I'm going to bust in there between that. Hey, hold on a minute. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Jim or say, okay, I understand. Yeah. You got to talk to the owner. All right. But, but first here, but first here, yeah, Jim or tweet a little bit earlier today. Got everybody all frazzled Colts fans. Would you take Will Levis at number two, meaning the second round 35 overall. If you're on the board for the Colts in four hours from now and go Montana young for the franchise, well, there was a there was a bridge. Montana had won, had been molded into one of the greatest to ever play the position, and then he ends up going to Kansas City. He was out and young after he started in the USFL, went to Tampa, and then went someplace where he could win in San Francisco. Then he took over and sustained that level. So Montana was the 80s, and Young was the 90s. And that'd be like having Montana and Young in the same draft class, <laughs> drafting them both. It's like what I used to do in elementary when it was mashed potato day at Eastern High School. Hey, give me those. Give me those. Hoarding the mashed potatoes. Big instant mashed potato guy. Like hoarding the quarterbacks. Now, I think that obviously is more of a joke. But it got everybody hot and bothered. Is it Calvin Fitch right now from Kokomo, Indiana, the incredible bass fisherman? Well, first off, I want to say longtime tweeter, first time caller, (laughs) Jampy. How's your bait? Is Is your bait working? Or do you call it no? You call it lure. You call it a lure, though, don't you? You don't call it bait. I, yeah, I, I got you. Bait. I got you. Uh, first off, I want to own up and say I owe you a six pack for our Lamar Jackson bet. You got it. I I owe you a six pack. So the the Yingling. Are you going to bring me some you. flight? Because I'm watching my figure. Uh, absolutely, I'll bring you Yingling flight. Gotcha. You, you you know it has wings on it, so it was delivered. <laughs> from heaven by angels. I'm, I'm watching my I'm watching my figure. Flight. It's the the caloric right. intake is below 100, right? So I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, good. You're good. You're good. Uh love Anthony Richardson. Bring some juice back into the organization that they need for quite some time. So pretty excited over it. That's C. Fitz right there, who is I think the best. Bass fisherman to ever have called this show. What's the difference between a largemouth and a smallmouth bass? Uh, largemouth tend to get more shallow. Smallmouth are a heck of a lot more fun to catch. 
Love it, buddy. So I'm actually heading to Lake St. Clair next weekend to go on a smallmouth beatdown. Where the hell is Lake St. Clair? Uh, your favorite city in all of the United States, Detroit, Michigan. No, they, well, what? What do you got? Yeah. Man, was it like a river full of sludge and stuff? What is it? Well, there's Can a, you catch there's it on fire Detroit if you throw river. a match on it? Uh, in the Detroit River, you probably could. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of rust and cool. broke down cars and all kinds of things floating down the river in Detroit. Yeah, take take extra deodorant up there, okay? All right, it's it's not the armpit, but it's pretty dang close. <laughs> see, Fitch, I'll wait on that flight. I appreciate you, brother. All right, see you, brother. You got it. Yeah, how about that? You know, Tony Katz was asking me this morning who I thought did well in the draft. Obviously, I thought Houston did well. Some people downplayed that. I thought those people were silly. And then Philadelphia, when you're that good and you've been that consistent, man, everything is just good fortune. There was once upon a time the Colts were in there, too. Everything the Colts did. You know, guys they drafted, guys they brought in off the street, all came in and produced. And by the way, too, are we all getting off of Manning's back with this, too? Like, I had a bunch of Manning stuff. Why are they talking to him? Well, for one, here's why they talk to him. I don't know how much, for example, that Ballard and Steichen asked to talk to him or did talk to him, but the owner values his opinion. That's how that works. That doesn't mean that because Manning said, hey, this guy's going to be good, that they're going to draft that guy. But the owner very much values his opinion, and why wouldn't he? I'm just saying, you know, with the whole disconnection when he was let go here, that's bad enough. Don't start jacking around and running him off even more. You know, don't some petition like you guys did for Jeff Saturday. That still pisses me off. That was so stupid. Like it wasn't obvious that they were going to have to make a change. motivated to come up with a anti-Jeff Saturday petition. Ring of honor. Huge. Huge in a lot of ways. The success of this organization. There's another thing for Manning. Everybody that wants to downplay the effect Manning had, you'd be rooting for this team, and it would be home-based in Southern California right now. So chew on that one. It's not all of you, I know. It's just a sprinkling of jackasses. But just stop it. Quick break and we'll come back. If you're on hold, I'll get to you inside the lounge via YouTube Live. I appreciate you guys being there. And Anthony Richardson, we're hoping before he meets with the owner coming up at 5 o'clock. Bob Kravitz for sure is going to be here in the 5 o'clock hour. I believe an ongoing press conference to introduce Anthony Richardson to the local folks is going on right now at West 56th Street. So hopefully Anthony Richardson in just a bit. Your calls and more at 239-1070 next. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. Put you on the second team. 
We're the first team. Yeah. We're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? It should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Where are we right now? What date is this? 28th? Oh, we're less than a month away from Carb Day 2023. May the 26th at IMS. IMS.com. Soul Asylum and Brian Adams, the uh, musical guest coming up on Carb Day. That's Soul Asylum. Dave Perner, my conversation last week with Dave and somebody to shove. Get your tickets now. IMS.com. Carb Day 2023. Soul Asylum will open up for Brian Adams. I promise you a JMV guarantee that that is going to be outstanding. Did I see this accurately? Did Greg tell me that Pearl Jam tickets are 700 bucks? Is that true? Lordy. <laughs> I want to go see veteran all, but holy crap. A JMV multiple NFL scouts and league personnel reportedly believe that Jonathan Mingo will hear his name called early in round number two tonight. Many scouts believe Mingo has the potential to follow in the footsteps of DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown. Steven San Antonio says, you think Jim Ursay can get Ballard to pull the trigger on a wide receiver tonight? I mean, you kind of have to, don't you? I mean, I know me being overzealous about it all the time kind of wears you out, but don't you have to? They got enough right now? Pittman Jr., Pierce, McKenzie, Ashton Doolin. Yeah. Can you do Can you address that and address that at 35? Is that stinking too much to ask? Uh oh. Is this running late here? Did Anthony Richardson, are they just starting? Oh, man. We're going to have to hustle up here if I'm going to beat the owner. I think they're just starting over there. Well, heck. Got to beat the owner on this. Uh, JMV, maybe the Colts are going to have second thoughts, and since he's still there, draft Levison, trade Richardson. That is obviously a joke. Uh, T. Shaw says, would you have been able to carry a franchise at the age of 20? <laughs> Let me get a long list. It's a scroll of things that I would not be capable of doing at age 20. And that certainly would be in the category of not being able to do. I Really anything. I was... Like I, I seem like I'm pretty worthless right now, but I was incredibly worthless at 20. So I cannot imagine that. Joshua says, why not get a pass catcher and a blocker? I'm not suggesting these aren't all good choices, by the way, but gotta get gotta get this guy some weapons. Well, they need weapons for any guy. If it's Richardson, if it's Minshew. Got to do it. All right, 239-1070. We await Anthony Richardson. I believe he just sat down there, too, so it may be a minute. I'm waiting. I'm ready to go. Uh, Jay's up next at 239-1070. Jay, welcome to the show. Yeah, JMV, man. I can't believe all the stuff I've been hearing on Twitter. What have you been hearing? Can you hear me? I got you. What have you been hearing? 
I mean, you know, just the the all the, the the rhetoric, man. Here we are in, in 2024, man. People still got all this hatred in their heart, man. Give the man a chance, man. It should, and, and then y'all mentioned uh, they mentioned him. Uh, what's his name? Miss you or miss you? <laughs> hey, man, it should be Richardson's job to lose. He's 2021. 20, he never would have got involved in football if he didn't think. Oh, he'd that's what it. they. That's what they hope. I, I I don't know if that's going to be possible, but that's that that's a reason why they got Minshew, you know, just in case yeah, the guy I that they that. get, the guy that they get right now is, is not good to go as a rookie. So that's, I think they hope exactly what you're talking about here, Jay. Yeah, uh, that make him feel better. You know, the, the Levis, uh, I'll get them at, get Levis in the second round and, and then you can, you know, and, and let them, you know, look here, man, that'll be a spit in Richardson's face. If you get Levis. <laughs> oh, you know, that's, that's just, that's, that's not even close. That was a joke. Yeah, but but I, I think he's going to do all right, and I just wish people would give the brother a chance, man. Now, I, listen, I think, to me, Jay, I don't know if you've noticed, but I noticed a much higher percentage of people incredibly excited and juiced about this selection than not here. And I am. I'm very excited about it. And, I, and you know, I, I think he's going to do all right myself. I mean, you got to give it a little – it's going to take a little time, but he's going he's gonna to be all right. You got to get the right weapons around him, the right coaching and everything, and he's going to take off. I, I believe that. Yeah, well, you listen, I, they, they got him for a reason, but they also got Menchua for a reason, and it is this. I can tell you, they would love to see him be able to start on week one, on day one. But if you're not sure about it, you want to make sure you got some decent backup, and that's what they got in Menchu. So Yes, they did. They're thinking and just like good, you. That was a good signing right there. Yep. All right, I Jay, you have a great weekend. You too, buddy. You got it. Uh, JMV, if you're calling a potential quarterback the most ever, and it's not stuff like the most interceptions or the most incompletions or something, you got to take a flyer on him. Uh, well, I mean, you look at the numbers. The numbers will scare somebody away. The talent won't. And believe me, at this early stage, that's what they're betting on. Tinsley Jr. says they'll take a tight end. Before a wide receiver at 35. Now, you know what? Probably will be an offensive line guy, though. I just don't think you have as many wide receiver options the later you get. And again, with me, I'd have like 15 of them on my team. So that's just me. Uh, JB Paxson chimes in. Shout out to him. Wide receiver, old line, cornerback. Find a way to get all three. You're talking moving around here a little bit. Yeah, no way I can get into that Bart Diggler right there. <laughs> Jamie, I agree. We all should remember what we were doing at the age of 20. I could barely maintain a C average in college while driving and delivering pizza for Domino's. Can't imagine being a face of a billion-dollar franchise. I mean, he, he is, football team-wise, he's a CEO. At the age of 20. It's there's so much work that's going to go into this. So much work. It certainly seems interesting, though. Yeah, I'm going to ask him if I get time here. You know about the comparisons that have been made regarding Jalen Hurts and see what he thinks about that. Meantime, Jonathan's up next at 239-1070. Hello, Jonathan. Hey, JMV. How you doing today? I'm fantastic. Thank you for the call. 
Right on. Yeah, just a couple things. Um, obviously, great, you know, great pick with the Colts getting Richardson. And um, I've just always said that uh, every professional athlete has God-given gifts and talents that's got them to the league and got them to where they are. And for Richardson, he just seems like he has the right humility and the right mental makeup to grind out all the fine things that he's going to need to do, those mechanics and those fundamentals. And that was obviously all the physical talents that he has. Uh, you know, obviously, sky's the limit and whatnot that he'll be able to achieve in the league, especially for us. So, you know, obviously glad about that. And um, the only other thing I had was is um, obviously the Colts have some picks coming up. Just wanted to pick the brain. Where do you? Where would you like to see the direction that they have with some of these next picks? I know um, people talk about the wide receivers. Oh yeah, and that's what um, I talk I about. I'd, I'd like have about five of them right now. But <laughs> yes, that I, I to me. To me, if what everybody says is true, I don't know, if you have many tight ends, if you have many quarters that are going to be available, uh, it would seem to me that you would go after the most talented wide receiver because they're not as robust as the other two positions. That's what I would do coming up at 35. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know the tight end from Notre Dame, I think he's still on the board. I know he's been the topic and talk of, you know, this second round coming up for a lot of teams, so... Yeah, just obviously, you know, they, there's a lot of directions that they can go. So far, they've taken care of the elephant out of the room. You know, we, we all hope, obviously. So hopefully they'll just be smart about the rest of these picks. And I would like to see them even galvanize the defense a little bit more because, yeah, we got our quarterback, hopefully, and we could use some more weapons. But it's like I've always looked at it as there's a gauntlet of talent at quarterback and teams in the AFC. So, yes, we need to have that special quarterback in order to hold his own, you know, hopefully in the future. But I'd like to see them galvanize the defense because you still got to deal with Holmes and Herbert. And obviously Jackson is now back with Baltimore and he's got new weapons. So I would like to see them make sure that they don't neglect the defense, too, because we got to be able to hold our own against these top tier quarterbacks if we do want to make some noise. And I think that just gives more support to Richardson anyway having a top-tier running game and a defense behind your back, I think goes really big for your development and improvement in the league. uh, Thank you very much, Jonathan, for that call. Have a great weekend, too. It's kind of weird, though, when you have Jonathan Taylor, who's always already got what going into, well, you're four, three, four? I mean, normally it's the other way around. You draft the quarterback, and then, you know, you get all those – pieces you know playing off the quarterback in those first four years uh, the Colts are doing this backwards so James they just asked me with the Colts what is the latest that they can call I said 610 is that accurate yeah I think that would be fine so the, the nothing but the 90s may have to hold off for a minute <laughs> Because I got to do this. This is job. This is job one right here. So I said six ten is the latest. And the C uh, trying really hard to get Anthony Richardson mixed in here. So it seems with that, then maybe he will meet with the owner before me. I don't know how I should feel about that. By the way, Anthony Richardson has said at this press conference he will wear number five. Number five. That's the first number he ever wore, number five for Anthony Richardson. 
right, 239-1070. Aaron's up next. Aaron, before the break, jump on here. How's it going? Hey, real quick, John. Uh, give me a second here. Now, you know I ain't going to blow smoke up your behind. You know, we I don't like right? when people blow smoke up my behind. You know, we we go away, you know, ever since I used to nickname your coworker, uh, Ron, say Sexton back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Now, I want to. I want to tell you something. I want to keep something original. You know, like yeah. big boobs and original Similac. We go way back. You know. Okay, so what are you about to I unload on me here? I, no, I appreciate you because you're one of the few people on radio and out of all the commentary out of her today that would be satisfied with whoever they chose. Yeah, because you're a Colts fan. Well, no, 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 no. It's, no, I, I, hold on and a second. There's not enough. There's not enough difference. In, in all these guys right now to be mad about that. If you're mad about the way they went, we'd be mad about them not selecting one at all. So and I wasn't going to be mad out. at any of these guys. Let me get this out because it's real important yeah. because a lot of people, yes, there's concerns about every quarterback. You know, I've heard people say, well, it seems like the only one they want to uh, compare him to is every black quarterback that has ever been in the league. He's a quarterback. And nine times out of ten, mostly all of them fail and succeed the same way. It's not by their race. And there's a lot of people who have concern legitimately. But I truly believe, John, there's more just many people, they're not afraid to see him fail. They're afraid to see him succeed because he, he don't fit their way of thinking. He, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Yeah, hey, no, hey man, I can't buy that. I got like, and I'm going by this. I'm not going by what you heard. I'm not going to dispute what you hear or what content you digest, whether it's social media, radio, whatever. I can go by what I hear, and it has been almost unanimous the excitement level that people have, and it it does not even come into the thought what you bring up right now. But again, I can't speak to what you see. I'm just going by what I see and what I hear. And I understand that, and I'm not saying I wouldn't paint everybody with the same brush. I wouldn't dare do that. I'm just saying there are a lot of people who are afraid to see this young man succeed. I heard people talking about he's only 20. Well, that's just two years younger than uh, what Peyton was when he came into the league. Two years difference. I mean, I guess Peyton came from a more traditional uh, career. Man, Peyton played four years in college, too. That's what I'm saying. And I understand that, but the thing is, this guy is a baller. He's a dog. And I think if he has any chance to succeed with this here coach, everybody that uh, propped up with being the greatest thing since sliced bread, if he has the athletic ability and the coaching ability mixed, we have a uh-oh quarterback. When he hits the field, the other team says, uh-oh, here he comes. We well, and that's and that that is and I I got to run here. That is accurate. Is that's what they're going for with this pick? But I I feel and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel I have a really strong finger on the pulse of everybody here, and I thank everybody for that. And it has been almost unanimous. And what people think about this selection. And what people believe that he can be. And that's even people that look at the 13 starts. And believe me, with this, Aaron, with any quarterback, it doesn't matter. 
people would also be tearing down if this were Will Levis. The matter they'd be talking about, well, what about his toe? Or what about the interceptions? Or this guy can't play without talent? Or he's too cocky? It'd be the same thing with C.J. Stroud. Well, he wasn't coachable. He's not a leader. With Bryce Young, he's too small. This just comes with the territory. But in terms of the Colts making a decision, I have not seen a more unanimous with fans in mind around here coming together of a decision than this one. Quick one, we'll come back. If you're on hold, I'll get to you. I believe Anthony Richardson at some point, I've said 610. <laughs> I said 610. We'll see. We'll see. But I do want to talk with the two. Kravitz in the five and you and me inside the lounge via YouTube live and at 239-1070. I don't want you to go anywhere, so don't. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Ride with JMV. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Lounge YouTube Live. I'm looking at you right now. Actually, I'm being looked at right now. But looking at what you're writing and what you're saying in there. That's uh, inside the lounge via YouTube Live. <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm always here to help. You know, often, if you compare what we get on the air and what we get inside the lounge via YouTube Live, where you can watch, listen, and participate, uh, it is a much different conversation going on in there. Uh, JMV, did you not have a guy that called the other day that said that his barber told him that a cult scout whom hair the barber was cutting told him that they were going to select Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that was a scoop of all scoops a couple of days ago. It exactly was. That would have been Aaron. That would have been Aaron who goes to a barber. I forget what he said. Did you you remember what that place was? Huh? So I have the clip right here. Do you, you really? This is, this is what Aaron said and... Uh, Again, a shout-out to the barber because the barber made the right call. Wanted to leave you with some insider information that I received last night. Get my haircut. New barber told me uh, Colts QB scout gets his haircut there and said they are really high on Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, according to your barber. That's right. Did he say at the end of that clip where it was, what barbershop it was? I don't think so. I wanted to give that barbershop some love. I'm sure the Colt Scout loves that. <laughs> but you know that's some love right there. Yeah, true story. It was the barber. Uh, Gutshot says, did I lose a year? I thought Jay said it was 2024. No, we actually are still in 2023 as I speak. Anthony's next to 239-1070. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Hey, Anthony, I'm here for you. Go ahead and speak. I hear some background noise Hello. there, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Are you here? 
I am here. Can you hear me now? I got you, buddy. All right. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you. Best in the biz. Oh, man, that's Um, very nice of you. Thank you. Um, The whole Levis tweet, I think that's just to get somebody to trade up and take him so it gives us one less pick to worry about who we want. Um, And, I mean, my thoughts, too, with the whole Richardson, I mean, he was my guy, you know, after, you know, obviously Young and Stroud are going where they were. That's kind of what we thought was going to happen. It's exciting. Never had a prospect like that at at quarterback. You know, I hope we protect him. Um, if, if Joey Porter Jr. is there available, do you take him or do you just or do you still oh. like look to get the uh, the lineman or the wide receiver? Yeah, my novice evaluating football ass would certainly think about taking him at thirty five. Right. Uh, but again, I probably would take a wide receiver before that, and then maybe at seventy nine try to get another cornerback because I don't think the wide receiver category is as deep as the corner. But yeah. I, I would have to think because that is such a high caliber need that right. there would be legitimate thought in that at 35 yes all right cool i appreciate taking my call that's all i needed anthony you do that anytime call in here i appreciate that all right quick one we'll come back Uh, kravitz on the uh, kravitz probably not ready yet they're still yapping aren't they (laughs) see this is how it goes and i really do love it because it's like a juggling act we have on the day after the round i want to say the round of one the day after the first round, because you were waiting on Anthony Richardson, and then you got guests that are scheduled, and the press conference goes late. Press conference goes late, so I was told that Richardson is going to meet with Ursay here at five. So we will await Anthony Richardson, which may give me more time on the back end of this, which is even better. Bob Kravitz, whenever this is done as well. I'm going to juggle it, come back with your calls, and see what happens here in the 5 o'clock hour. It's Anthony Richardson, the future quarterback here. We've been talking about that all day. Round number one, number four overall. Rounds two and three tonight. 35 and 79 is what you're going to look forward to. And, of course, the draft show with Matt Taylor and the gang is underway at 7 o'clock following the last word. Meantime, JMV Takeover, nothing but the 90s. Next door, B105.7. It's a Friday night all-request edition. You don't want to miss that. Quick break. We'll come back. 5 o'clock hour, and whatever happens, happens on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Well, the expectation is Anthony Richardson joins us in just a couple of minutes. Got your calls. We got Bob Kravitz coming up as well. I believe they are wrapping up the press conference out at the Colts Complex. Introducing the 20-year-old fourth overall selection out of Florida. Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson to the media. Now, does this mean they're going to delay the uh, meeting with the owner? I got to ask that out of the gate, don't I? Make a guy feel good. Hold on a minute. Hold on a second. We cannot go to the owner's office until you talk to JMV. (laughs) (laughs) Who? What? That's great. 
This is great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing. This is a personal thing. <laughs> it is just so stinking par for the course. <laughs> JMV, where is my basketball uniform? <laughs> I can't get through any other way. That's my daughter, Laney. Wants to know where a basketball uniform is. Couldn't get through, so had to get through with the listeners right here. So feel good about that. Meantime, Andy Moore, Automotive Group Potline. He is the number four selection, first round by the Colts. He is the quarterback out of Florida. He'll wear number five. Anthony Richardson joins us. Anthony, it is fantastic to have you on the show. How are you? Good. I appreciate you for having me on. Man, you're not allowed to have a better voice than the host here, by the way, too. Come on, man. Come on. Just already. Out of the gate already. Hey, I'm, I am curious. It looked like last night, I was just going by your reaction, that that was a surprise to you. Was it as surprising to you that the Colts drafted you there as it looked, or was that just kind of the emotion that was coming out of you at that moment? You know, it was a little bit of both. You know, I wasn't more so surprised, and I was more so relieved. You know, uh, I was excited to, you know, be a, be a part of this franchise, you know, be a cult. And I was just, you know, thankful that they, you know, believed in me and trusted in me enough to, you know, pick me that early. So I'm, I was definitely excited. When the night began, did you think that that was going to be your spot at number four with the Colts? Or at, in some way, even if they had to trade up, and I know Chris Ballard mentioned that last night, that they, they certainly had kind of thought about that if they needed to. But did you think that this was going to be your destination at the end of the night? Honestly, I didn't know where my destination was going to be. You know, I kind of had ideas and hopes that I would end up here. Um, but I didn't know what was going to happen with any of the teams. You know, I don't think anybody did. But, well, once I got that call, you know, it solidified everything for me, and I was definitely, you know, thankful and appreciative. This is Anthony Richardson of the Colts with us. I certainly know what Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen thought about you. I'm curious with those early meetings you had, the one-on-ones, the workouts, your, your pro day, all this involved. What did you think about the Colts' presence and the Colts' leadership from what you gathered when you first met with them? You know, I, I know that they're, they're strictly about their business. You know, they're going to work hard, you know, uh, and they respect the places. And I definitely appreciate that. Um, when I left my 30 visit from here, you know, I didn't want to – I didn't realize I wanted to be a better person just by leaving this visit. You know, talking to Chris Ballard, you know, he, he opened up my eyes and gave me a different perspective on, on work and how, how you still work and go about things. And once I left here, I'm like, bro, I, I got to be better. And, you know, now I'm just thankful that they believed in me and trusted in me. Yeah, what what exactly? You don't have to tell me exactly what he says throughout. But what were some of the the major points that both he and your head coach made in, in those one and ones with you that really struck you uh, as as a person and really thought, you know what, I'd love to play for that organization, in Indy. You know, they told me they were like it's going to take a lot of work, and I understood that. But you know, the way they were talking about it. You know, they were letting me know that, that they did like me and they were thinking about drafting me, but they weren't going to just draft me because they liked me. You know, I had to be you know, willing to put the work in and put the time in to actually want to be better. And that really opened my eyes to the way I should go about this game and go about this process. So once I realized they were going to pick me, you know, it, it definitely opened my eyes and, and let me know that they believed in me and that I would put the work in. He is Anthony Richardson, the Colts quarterback with us. 
your head coach is all ball. He's been on the show, and, and literally, if you're not talking football, he really doesn't have a lot of time for you. I respect that a great deal. Um, or, how are you in that category? You seem like a very personable uh, young man here. Um, are you as all ball, it seems, maybe in the same category as your head coach? Uh, not yet, you know. I want to get to that <laughs> point, though. You know, get to that point where we, we can just talk all ball and, and it just flows naturally. Yeah, it, you're 20 years old. Um, I thought about this when I was 20. There was no way in the world I'd be ready for any of this. I mean, not even a sliver of this. Are you at all overwhelmed right now, considering what you're going through? You got all this going on. I'm assuming you got to go meet with Jim Irsay right after you get off the phone with me, right? Yes, sir. So, yeah. So, that's cool that you came on this show before you go meet with the owner, too. That's really cool. So, thank you for that. Um, I'm just I'm curious. Are you at all overwhelmed with this? Honestly, I'm not. You know, I'm more so excited about the whole thing, you know, and I'm definitely thankful. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm overwhelmed because, you know, I'm here for a reason. You know, I, I put the work in and I got blessed enough to have this opportunity. So, I'm ready to dive into it. I'm not overwhelmed at all. What does uh, Shane Steichen expect out of you? Obviously, work category, a great deal. But what is his vision of you as a player? And knowing that we watched a guy like Jalen Hurts just be terrific a year ago, is that kind of what he's thinking about you as as that quality, that multi-threat quarterback? Is that his vision for you? Yeah, he's definitely expecting me to be a dynamic quarterback and dynamic player on this team, especially uh, being a leader. But the main thing he wants from me is – that I commit to this, you know, commit to this process, commit to the time, commit to the people in the building, commit to my teammates, you know, just commit to everything, you know, not just be, you know, satisfied that I was the fourth overall pick. You know, I got to put the work in, I got to grind, I got to commit to this, and that's what he's expecting out of me. Are you a leader by example? Yes, sir, I am. How long have you had that quality? Again, you're only 20. It couldn't have been there that long. It had to just recently develop. But how long do you feel that you've had that, that lead by example quality? Honestly, I feel like I've had to be like this my whole life. You know, I have a lot of siblings and, uh, and a lot of people looking up to me. So I kind of had to move a certain way and, you know, broadcast my life a certain way and move a certain way. So I can set certain examples for my siblings, you know. So I think I had this, you know, my whole life. I just had to go into it. Is uh, Anthony Richardson with us. A couple more things and I'll let you go. Um, I was struck by the letter that your brother was reading to you. Uh, certainly during the draft, we saw that last night. How, not just your brother, but how meaningful your family and to have that letter read to you, you know, in, in that fashion, going through what you're going through right now. How, how much more, even than what we saw emotionally, did that affect you? No, it definitely hit me hard, you know, because it gave me a sense of gratification that I'm, I'm doing something right for my family. You know, and it lets me know that they're proud of me, you know, regardless of what happens, you know, regardless of where I was picked, you know, regardless of where we end up. It lets me know that they're proud of me and I'm doing something right, so I just got to keep working for them. You pattern your game after anybody? I mean, obviously you have probably football heroes, football people that you followed, but you, you pattern your game after anybody or are you going to become just an original Anthony Richardson moving forward here? You know, I plan, I plan on just being myself. You know, growing up, I always looked up to Cam and Lamar, you know, but um, I feel like I can do just as, just as good as them. You know, I want to be dynamic. You know, I just, I just want to be myself and try not to copy anybody and not limit, limit myself. Football always your best sport? Oh, yes, sir. Definitely. Well, how are you in basketball? Because what's, what's your vertical, about 53 or something like that? It makes me <laughs> sick. I know that. What is it? <laughs> uh, it's a 40 and a half. I'm, I'm decent in, in basketball. People said I was really good, but I just said I was decent. Have you won, have you ever won a dunk contest? 
I've won plenty. You know, that, that's all I do. I love dunking. I mean, you got to stop that now, though, don't you? You're done. <laughs> yes, Basketball career is over right here. <laughs> well, hey, that's outstanding. I know you got to run. You better go see the owner. I'm going to get a really nasty text here in a minute if I don't let you go. Um, we'll get you. We'll get you back on whenever uh, I'm sure you get into camp. But um, you're a pleasure to talk to. Uh, really are. The one thing that I've noticed in closing from you, uh, not many, not many of the younger generation uh, come by uh, humbleness honestly, and and you do. And I, I think that that's a hell of a quality. You agree? Yes, sir. I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, that's something. That's something that uh, I think a, a maturity level that a lot of us certainly didn't have at your age. Hey, congratulations! Congratulations to your family. Go ahead and go talk to the owner. We'll do this again soon, Anthony. Uh, great to have you here in Indy. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's uh, Anthony Richardson right there of the Andy Moore Automotive Group Pipeline. Man, that dude is so humble. Can you imagine the type of jackasses we would be? <laughs> I would have imagined. I will tell you this, by by talking to him, and I know that it matters on the field, and I know it's going to matter the production. I know it matters, you know, the quickness to a lot of you in which he evolves. But how can you not root for that? Seriously, how can you not root for that? Would you agree? That's incredible to me. Bob, ready? Back your calls in a second. So from Anthony Richardson to from the athletic columnist Bob Kravitz on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, I you can't not like this kid, Bob. It's just impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. He just he just has a smile and a uh, really <clears throat> excuse me a charisma about him. Um, you know, they, remember this is a guy who replaced uh, Tim Tebow in Florida. And war number 15. So, you know, I, I think that uh, what he's heading into, uh, the Colts won't put too much on his plate too quick. But I think he's ready for the moment. And a very, uh, very likable kid, a kid, young man. Um, and, uh, you know, you hope it works out for him. I mean, they, they took a mighty swing, which is uh, not something that Chris Ballard has often done during his tenure. And I, I like the fact that they're 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 swinging for the fences. This is uh, this could either be Aaron Judge or Dave Kingman. Well, even Dave Kingman had some solid moments, but I get I certainly get the analogy right there too. I, I have said that this was one hundred and ten percent Shane Steichen. Would you agree with that? Uh, I do not know the answer to that question. Uh, uh, I, I have seen that. I heard you when I was driving in. Man, you're you're a listener to that. this show. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, you, well, you like make was, two. Thanks. It was yeah, sure, <laughs> absolutely. I I make three. So no, it's uh, uh, <laughs> okay. What were we talking about? Yeah, and we're talking about 100 percent Steichen decision. Oh, and I, and I said yeah. this by the way. I, I did not get I did not get that sense. Uh, I, I think I mean you might yeah. be absolutely right, but I, I never got that sense during the. Uh, during the process, um, you know, I, I think that Steichen was clearly enthused about the possibility of working with somebody who gives him the same kind of optionality as Jalen Hurts, who he had in Philadelphia. I mean, this is the way the quarterback position is evolving 
in uh, in the NFL. Um, you don't have too many guys anymore who sit in the pocket and, and pick you apart like Peyton, Brady, and uh, Rivers and guys like that. And in the new NFL, you need guys who can scoot. You need guys who are physical. And, you know, uh, you, you got to figure he's going to be durable. I mean, he's 6'4", 245 pounds, something like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a good, good first impression. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you a thing that I really like, uh, John, is he's moving his family and some of his friends up to Indianapolis from Florida. And that's something that Benedict Matherin did. He moved his sister uh, up to Indianapolis or down to Indianapolis from uh, Montreal. And I think that, you know, when your life is going to change as dramatically as his is, it's good to have your family around and available and you know here to keep you grounded no i don't think that's a bad thing either it's bob kravitz of the athletic with us via the andy moore automotive group hotline so he's 20 still and he's incredibly right. inexperienced for a first a fourth overall selection and the the long-term future of your football team how much do you think if at all jim ursay had to be talked into that aspect you know, I, I think I think Jim wanted to take a big swing, too. I, I really do. I, I don't know. I, I haven't talked to him uh, prior to the draft, except when he was available to, to all the media. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think he wanted to play it safe. And I think Will Levis, uh, whatever's going on with him and his fall in the first round, I do think that, uh, that Jim has is, is had enough. Uh, uh, of this whole thing. And look, this is boomer bust, you know, and, and I, I just don't see this guy being a meh quarterback. I, I, I kind of feel like he's either going to blow up in a wonderful way, or he's just not going to figure it out. Um, you know, you think, yeah, I, you know, I mentioned uh, Josh Allen um, the other day, you know, that he was another guy who had the low completion percentage, but he threw several hundred more passes at Wyoming than this guy did at Florida. So, you know, you're looking at a guy who's thrown 300-some passes in his college career. He is raw as raw can be. Uh, I think if you're expecting him to make any kind of impact next year, uh, you're going to be disappointed. But, you know, at some some point you want him to play and, you know, and and at least get his feet wet and start to figure out what it's going to take to be a National Football League quarterback. So Bob Kravitz of the Athletic. He's on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I, to me, you just look at it as you know. Obviously, Ballard knows. I've said three years. I think you agree with me on that. Unless there's yeah, just yeah, an yeah. absolute disaster, three years. Steichen has six years. So, I mean, we need to draw that conclusion. It makes sense if you want to go longer term. I, I've just expressed this, Bob, and I, I thought what the Pacers did uh, for the moment. This past year when Rick Carlisle told me and the fans on this show in October that, hey, you know what, exercise some patience because yep. this is not going to be good. And then in December, they were over-delivering. You know, yeah. And they gave everybody hope, a little bit of inspiration and some juice to watch and to care. I think that that's what this team is going to need to do in this yeah, first manage, year. Man, manage yeah. expectations. Right. I think that's – and I thought that uh, Ballard – did that last night where when he said he sounded like Dennis Green, but he said, you know, don't crown him just yet. And I, I think anybody who's 
got you know got a functioning brain knows that you know he's he's going to be 21 i think uh next month and it's you know he doesn't like being called a project but that's what he is he's a project i mean the nfl there's not much history of guys going in the top four having played 13 college football games or started 13 college football games. I mean, we just don't see this in this league. So uh, I just think people need to be uh, aware that it's going to take uh, longer than they probably would like, but next year is going to be next year. I I don't expect much of anything. Um, You know, maybe if they're a good defensive team and they can run the ball. And and I do think if he does play, and I think there's an argument to be made for him playing, um, he can run. I mean, my God, he's a great runner. Uh, he ran. I think he had what three or four sixty-yard-plus runs for touchdown last year. So that gives him a little higher floor. You know, even if he's not totally up to up to date on the passing game, he can still run. Yeah, he mentioned to me too, and I I said, hey. I'm sure you have, you know, heroes, football guys you wanted to model yourself after in the past. Uh, he said, I, you know, I just kind of want to be one of one here. I'm going to be original. And, and there's there's a great deal of respect out of that. Again, the first thing that, that occurs to me, and I, I hope, I hope that he's able to hold on to that. It really does remind me to a degree of Tyrese Halliburton and just how humble and enjoyable and engaging a conversation he is. That's what I got in the six or seven minutes just a moment ago when I had him here. Yeah, yeah. And he he was the same way with us. He said, (laughs) it's funny, he's introducing himself and he says, and I'm Anthony Richardson and that's that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's that. No, he, he seems, look, I, I've been doing this a long time. You've been doing it a long time. Of course, I'm ancient, so I've been doing it longer. <laughs> and everybody comes off really well in their introductory press conference. Right. What happens when the struggles come? You know, I, I did that story with Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf was beloved by the San Diego folks until he went off on Jay Posner in the locker room and started to act, act out and act up. So... Um, you know, let's not get too caught up in the the initial yep. uh, impressions that we have. But he does seem like a very nice, you know, guy, a nice kid who I think would uh, would resonate well here in Indianapolis. All right, they got uh, round two and round three coming up here at seven o'clock. Thirty-five and seventy-nine to be exact. Here, I say, and I always say it: uh, wide receiver and yes. cornerback. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. Go get yourself a a right guard later on in the draft. Let's do that on Saturday. Um, I would agree completely, whether it's uh, wide receiver. I'll tell you another area that I'm interested in. I don't know off the top of my head who's available. I think Mayer is. But there's a lot. This is a very good tight ends draft. Um, I don't say that because I've done all the research. I say it because Ballard said it the other day. A lot of tight ends. This team needs a tight end who can be a playmaker, and they don't have that right now. Uh, they got, a, again, a couple of guys who are projects who may be good down the road, but I don't see anybody who's who's, who's a, a game changer right now. So uh, it wouldn't break my heart if they went in that direction either, but they definitely got to get some weaponry in here. Was, um, was, was there a reason other than just joking around for that Jim Mercer tweet a couple of hours ago? 
I did not see it. What, what did he say? Where he asked the question to Colts fans if they should trade or if they should draft Will Levis at 35 and have like a Montana Young situation here. Oh, that's funny. Uh, actually, Michael <laughs> David uh, Smith from Pro Football Talk just said, boy, wouldn't it be interesting if they went out and got Will Levis? And I responded with, you know, I thought about it last night for a few minutes and then I sobered up. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's intriguing, but it's not something that uh, – I mean, this is a team like, – like everybody, but this is a team after a four-win four season that clearly needs a lot of help in a lot of places. So uh, I don't think if – if you have uh, conviction about Anthony Richardson and the fact you picked him fourth suggests that you did, um, then I think you got to fill out the roster in, in other positions and not worry about – um, making headlines. I just I assumed it it was a joke because it, with Montana and Young, that was bridging the gap of eras yeah. at that position. It wasn't two guys at the same time. Yeah, that, um, yeah. that doesn't uh, it, make a lot of sense. It, it, Jim Jim's got a lot of free time. I, <laughs> I I'm told that really rich people yeah. um, have a lot of free time Man. because all the stuff that they got to do, people do it for them. Where, where do I where do I sign up to be a rich person? Where do I sign up for that? Well, maybe when I retire, I'll, <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have time to do stuff. And but, act in, act no, in westerns it's, it's, and stuff, and have your band, and bring in the REM guys, and yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I will say this: it would surprise me if later that they may go, you know, some kind of late choice Steichen interest quarterback type of thing. That would that wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, I mean, early right, right on, now, yes. Guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, yeah. I mean, if they go, you know, six round pick and you know try to catch Purdy in a light, in, in a bottle, a Purdy Lightning in a bottle, then yeah, sure, why not? I mean, you know, uh, uh, what's his face? Foles isn't going to be here. Um, you got Ellinger and God knows who else. So yeah, I uh, I would I wouldn't have a problem with getting a, a young guy in here, but uh, yeah, it's not a priority. And look, I, I, honestly, I, I don't like wasting picks even later picks on quarterbacks who, who have no chance. I mean, you know, Jacob Eason, for God's sake, you know, Ellinger. I mean, how many good players come out of the fifth round? I could think of one, Robert Mathis. I think he was a fifth rounder. So, yeah. you know, yeah, take your chances with guys in other positions. Does it at all concern you? I know this is the direction with the uh, the multitasking of the quarterback being that type of threat, but does it concern you, uh, a quarterback taking that many hits? It, it's great when it works, but we, we saw it with, with Luck. There was a point in time where that was his signature extension of the plays, and then it became a, a huge detriment that obviously ended his career way early. Is that a concern of yours at all with well, Richardson? Well, yeah, I He's 6'4", 244. You know, if it was Bryce Young or somebody who is a, you know, a smaller dude, um, yeah, it would be a concern. I, I guess it always is with a running quarter, you know, with a quarterback who runs. I don't want to say a running sure. quarterback, but a quarterback who runs. Um, you know, you've seen Lamar Jackson uh, get hurt the last couple of years. There are certain guys in this league. I mean, how often do you see Mahomes take a real bad shot? There are just some guys who know how to avoid that kind of tough contact. So you hope this this guy uh, can figure that out. Uh, you know, Andrew, you know, part of the reason Andrew uh, suffered the fate that he did was on him. He just refused 
to play like a quarterback and insisted on playing like a linebacker. And some of it was on him. Some was on Grixon. Some of it was on the O line. But uh, no, I, I I worry about it. But at six four two forty four, I'm not as worried about it as I might be otherwise. So Bob Kravitz of the Athletic on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Potline. So you had the latest on that selection last night on the draft, and you also have that piece regarding the Manning Leaf draft and uh, Bill Polian's a part of that too, right? Did you guys have a nice yeah. chat? We did. We we did have a nice chat. Um, you know, uh, I had great conversations with uh, with Peyton and with uh, Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf is a dude. I'm telling yeah. you, he is a really – Really cool guy. I've gotten to know him. He came through Indianapolis to give a speech about five years, I think one or two uh, jobs ago for me. And uh, I, I really, I really got him, you know, I mean, maybe I just like guys who are a little screwed up, but I I thought that, you know, I, I, I thought that he had his head on right. And he's been through the worst of the worst and, I told him, man, write a book. His his life and times is definitely worth a book. But I would suggest that you uh, read that story in The Athletic and subscribe and uh, make sure I stay employed for many years to come. I um, I saw earlier this week where he went on Dan Patrick and said something that uh, Jim Irsay found untrue about a particular scenario in that draft, right? What what happened was – uh, he said um, that Ursay, uh up until the last weeks, uh, was still thinking maybe go the Leaf direction instead of Manning. And so Jim then called, I think he called Stephen Holder from ESPN and said, that's a lie, that's not true, we were in on Peyton early, yada, yada, yada. And so then Ryan said, <laughs> he texted me, he said, I got receipts. And on his show, um, he then played audio of Jim on the Dan, on, I think the Dan Patrick show, or some show, saying exactly that he was really he w- he was back and forth on Peyton and Leaf until the last uh, weeks and days uh, leading up to the draft. So I think Ryan got the last word there. Ah, yeah, because I, I mean, this, I think that's one reason why Jim got in contact with one of those uh, two in the morning calls to Stephen Holder last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's that's the whole story behind that. Yeah. So. I'm just glad it wasn't me at 2 o'clock. Hey, well, it has been before. You've got experience in that category, I know. Indeed, so. in, indeed I do. <laughs> All right, buddy, it's a pleasure. We'll read those things All and right, get man. back with you soon. All right, sounds good. Be well. Bob Kravitz of The Athletic on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Lucas Van Ness. This guy won Draft Couch Award. He did. Was that his brother? Who was the dude that piled on him and then got yanked off of him by somebody out of the the frame of sight there? That was pretty awesome last night. And no doubt. So Levis is not going to the draft tonight. He's not going to be there tonight, right? I mean, that's a joke with what Ursay said. I don't mean, hey, if that's a joke. I mean, that's to be funny. To kind of stir it up in a funny way. Like funny, right? Ha ha. Funny. 
on Twitter a little bit earlier. Hey, if you missed it, Anthony Richardson was very good. We had him on for six or seven minutes here. And again, a shout-out to Matt Conti and the Colts. Matt is always really good about getting folks on that need to be on. And in this case, a shout-out to Matt because the number four overall selection came on this show right before he met with the owner. Uh-huh. You hear that? Uh-huh. But no, seriously, I appreciate that, Matt. Thank you very much. And Anthony Richardson was very good. A very good first impression on this show as you all are responding to that. That podcast at 1075thefan.com. Bob Kravitz will be there as well. Quick break and we shall come back. I believe we have a little extra time tonight too. And I had to go over and do all requests, nothing but the 90s on B105.7. We'll do a little Anything Goes coming up after 6 o'clock. Leads you to the last word and then to round 2 and 3 of the draft. Your coverage is at 7 o'clock later on tonight right here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. Are you kidding? You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? But this whole place sucks. That's right, it sucks. 93.5 and 107.5, The Fan. All right, nothing but the 90s next door here at some point after 6 o'clock tonight. The JMV Takeover and the group Cracker. Nothing but the 90s. And lo, that's coming up until midnight. All requests. What normally is a Saturday night party, a Friday night party this weekend. Nothing but the 90s. I should be over there, I would guess, around 6.30 or so. Maybe a little bit before that. But uh, nothing but the 90s. JMV Takeover, B105.7. Certainly in the 6 o'clock hour, we will roll until midnight. Anthony Richardson a little bit earlier. Podcast 107.5thefan.com. Bob Kravitz also on the show. You can as well find that podcast right there. 6.24, you say? Oh, yeah, so I won't be... I don't know when I'll be on over there then. 6.35 maybe? Fella's going to have to go to the bathroom before that too before we get started. So probably around 6.30, 6.35 or so here next door. All right. Speaking of a JMV takeover, he is a prominent caller every single Saturday night. He also loves listening. Thank you very much to this show. Marcellus is up next. Hello, Marcellus. Hey, my man. How you doing? I'm getting getting uh, geeked up and ready to go for a little 90s reboot coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good era. Good era for music, man. Hey, uh, well, you didn't get Stroud. I didn't get Levis. Uh, We got Richardson. Uh, You know, hey, look, you know, uh, I guess, you know, if people really wanted to win a Lombardi, that's probably out another 20 years now at this point. I'm just going to be honest. You know, he's 20 years old, 13 starts. Uh, I'm listening to Kravitz. And I just couldn't help but kept, I couldn't help but listen to him keep, keep saying about him being able to run, 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 run. I mean, look, you and I both know the quarterback's first job is to throw or pass it off. Get, get rid of the ball, man. I don't. 
again, like I've told you before, I don't need my quarterback competing with Jonathan Taylor for yards. That's his job. That's his job to 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 go through the tackles and all of that stuff. You know, I don't I don't need him ripping off seventy yard runs. That's dangerous. Uh, he talked about how big the guy is. Okay, hey, Andrew Luck was what six five, two thirty five, whatever. You know, he's huge. These linebackers, these defensive backs, these guys are big too, and they are fast. And once they figure this guy out, like they figured out Lamar, like they figured out Cam, like they figured out Michael Vick. Like, they, they will figure him out, and he will be hurt and will have a short lifespan. I don't know why we don't – why do we act like we've never seen this movie before, JMV? But because I, because you got uh, – here, here's why. It's because Shane Steichen is your first-year head coach, and because of what everybody – it's always what have you seen recently, and it's Jalen Hurts, and their vision is a bigger, stronger – Faster, Jalen Hurts. I'm not. I'm not at all suggesting it's going to be that, but that's what everybody is thinking about right now. I, I do agree with you on this. There is a point in time. There's always going to be a point in time when running and taking those hits is a detriment. Now we'll yeah. see how long that that is for him. But there always is a point in time when that does take place. And it's going to take place with Hurts. It's going to be with Josh Allen probably sooner rather than later. And certainly we saw that with Andrew Luck. There was always that time with Luck. And I'm not trying to pour cold water on this because I don't mind what they did whatsoever with this selection. But with with Andrew Luck, there was so many years early on to where his signature was being able to extend the play. And then, right. you know, you mount up those hits and it's no longer that. So there is going to be a process of trying to find what is that that delicate balance of run and pass. And clearly he's going to have to become a much better passer, but they have some time. I mean, Ballard, you can say, and we all laugh about it. I mean, he's got time. Steichen's got six years on a contract. Um, They did not go into this short sighted thinking whatsoever. Yeah. But you know, here's my other thing too, Jan V and I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. It's just, look, they bring these guys in, and you know when you look at when you look at history, even recent history, it is the guys that they say this this changing. I keep hearing that all the time from talking here. It's changing. The, the the age of the pocket pass is going away. But if you look at recent history, all the pocket passes or those that can move can move around in the pocket or extend the play slightly, but always looking down. But those are the guys that keep bringing home the Lombardis. Not the Lamar Jacksons, not the Cam Newtons, not the Michael Vicks. They're not the ones bringing you home the trophy. They're just not. I will tell you this, too, Marcellus. When you look at it, I'm using Kansas City as a guideline right here. I mean, you start with the quarterback, and you start factoring in those essential positions. I think that's yeah. more of the problem further down the road the Colts may end up having. You st- you have to start to fill the essential positions on this team I mean, and, yeah. and get to a point like Kansas City was, hopefully. I mean, I know that that's a broad scope, but hopefully. I mean, they didn't even feel it necessary to keep Tyreek Hill, you know, one of the most explosive, if not the most explosive guy on yeah. the field at wide receiver. You know, they felt they that they could won't. go ahead and let him go, but they still made sure that they addressed those essential positions. 
positions. That's something that the Colts haven't done. And here's the looking at the future. So you go with a very young, a dynamic quarterback, and hopefully they look at some of these things that haven't been prioritized in the past yeah. of more of a priority moving forward. That's just a thought I have. So you, you, you know, I really, you know, look, people think I'm critical of the quarterback. But I'm more concerned that his future won't be as long as it should be. You understand? And and, and he'll be thrown on the heap of all the other quarterbacks that, that got hurt, that never got coached up, really. You know, they're, they're going to bring in a lot of RPOs, you know, so they're not going to coach him up. They're just going to let him, let him do what he's used yeah, to. Yeah, see, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think, I think this is a little bit different. I hope that this is different. I, I think that's, well, they expect this Marcellus to be different. They just throw know. throw him into some RPO situations, and so hey, you know, be dynamic with it. I think that's the expectation. I, I think they want him to be a quarterback, but they I want him so. to be a total threat type of quarterback. That's the expectation. All right, oh, over here next door a little bit later. I'll see you, man. You got it. Uh, Jay's up next at two three nine ten seventy. Hello, Jay. Hey, John. This is Jay in Bloomington. Hello, Jay in Bloomington. Hey, first of all, you are the best in the business. Well, that's very nice of you to say, Jay in Bloomington. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate the way you treat people like human beings and especially different, difficult colors. <clears throat> we have a couple things in common. I was at Indiana State in 67, 68. And as far as I know, I still hold the record for the lowest grade point average ever. I don't know about that, man. I rolled through there. <laughs> 91 through 93. I would be a big challenger in that category. Well, 0.34. Mm. <laughs> I think I went to class too much to get that. So, yeah. Also, uh, another thing we have in common is Hyper Building 7988. Love, love that. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, on the football aspect, I think all these experts got it wrong. The first pick should have been Will Levitt's girlfriend, Jeff Daddy. And I think they got it wrong. So. No, you think Carolina got it wrong? You would have gone with who who had you gone with at one? Yeah, Will Levitt's girl Will Levitt's girlfriend, Gia Daddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I got you now. I follow you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They um they, that was got a lot of camera time last night. That's why he he's still even being undrafted at this point, going into round number two tonight, round number three tonight. Yeah, he's still a big winner in my book. I feel sorry for him. Uh, yeah, that sucked. I, 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 that's somebody that I'll root for in the future. There's no doubt. Hey, Jay in Bloomington, yeah. I appreciate you. Hey, you have a good evening. It's a Jay down in Monroe County right there. Give me a Todd on here before the break. Todd at two three nine ten seventy. Go ahead. Hey, John. Hello, Todd. Good seeing you last. Thursday at the main event. Fantastic to see you at the main event right there. Had a great time. Hey, um, and I've uh, I've been uh, I've been an industry event for the last couple of hours, so I might have missed some of this. But um, in my mind, you know, uh, with Levis, it's not like the Colts pass on Levis. Twenty seven teams pass on Levis, right? Yes. I mean, um, so there's 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 smoke there. I think. Um, I don't know what the we, we may hear about it eventually, but. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't just us passing on 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 Will Levis. As far as Richardson goes, and you're going to hear, and you're already probably weary of it. The comps, and you're going to hear Newton. You're going to hear um, Hurts. Well, it, and, but you're going you're to hear the failures too. Like uh, no, no, no. Yeah, Vince yeah. Young and um, and yeah. Russell, right? 
right. and, and you're gonna, and you're going to hear Lamar Jackson, and you're going to you're going to hear Hertz, and you're going to hear whatever. I mean, well, I mean, we, we even got it. I mean, in, in terms of durability, uh, right or wrong here, I mean, it's Andrew Luck with with the size dimensions yeah. here has been mentioned. So yeah, it's it's just, it's just and, and and I don't think I don't I don't think I mean I think I think it's I think it's probably in hindsight. Uh, with the Levis drop, that's probably the the best swing. I don't know um, what else. Where else? Yeah, you're not the first. Yeah, you're not the first one to suggest that too. And and in terms of this as well, Todd, would would Anthony Richardson had Levis been the pick at four, would he have fallen as far as Levis did? I think that's the point that a lot of folks have made. I I can sit here and tell you because of how dynamic. Everybody expects him to be that he wouldn't have. But I can also tell you this, and I hope this is the case, because I would like to see Will Levis have a productive career. He does to me, and I don't know him at all, but he seems like a guy that may take this slight and do something with it. May make him more motivated, even more so than he has been. It seems like this is a dude that could live and breathe off of that so-called disrespect. You know, and one point, and, and I don't. Somebody may have brought it up today, but I recognized it um, late in the first round. It's a different contract. There's a difference between a first and second round contract. Now, granted, you you don't have the fifth year option, but secondly, you're on a different pay scale as too. So you wonder if some teams might have defaulted late in the round, um, different pay scale for a first round pick, and versus the second round and then but you do lose the fifth year option uh, it's it's certainly interesting i mean I, it, you know 20 years old and being in that position and have you know your your life changed in that fashion there's a lot on the plate right there todd i appreciate it man we'll see you again soon Quick one, we'll come back. We got time because we got to go after 6 o'clock tonight. In fact, until 624. So if you want a little anything goes, we'll come at you with that before Colts happy hour and rounds two and three of the draft begin at 7 o'clock. Thoroughgood tickets, Grand Prix tickets coming up. And remember the JMV takeover. Sometime in the 6 o'clock hour begins on a Friday night. Nothing but the 90s next door on B105.7. Inside the lounge via YouTube Live and 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Ride with JMV. Two more minutes. They could be miles off course. That's impossible. They're on instruments. This is going to be a real sweat. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Anthony Richardson, earlier. Podcasts, we may throw that back in there here. A little bit after 6, about 6.15. I've got time for Anything Goes at the beginning of the 6 o'clock hour. We'll do that. You've got the last word, and then you have rounds 2 and 3 of the Colts draft. The lead, of course, Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts once again. It is a 7 o'clock program for you. Coming up tonight, and then me, nothing but the 90s next door on B105.7. Tomorrow, and again, thank you to the Ron Colley folks for asking me to host this again. Second straight year for the Roar at Ron Colley. I'll be there, I think, in the 5 o'clock until 10, somewhere in that neighborhood tomorrow. 
And uh, I believe it's Big Roscoe and the Hammers on the main stage at Ron Colley High School coming up tomorrow. So that should be fun. Always is. And, uh, yeah, I mentioned a little bit earlier before Anthony Richardson came on, my daughter could not get a hold of me, so she got in. I don't know. <laughs> she got in via how people call in the show and ask where her uniform is. When we found the uniform. That's good. Hey, JMV, Levis to the Rams, and it will be the perfect scenario. I don't love Richardson, but don't love Levis here either. Just tired of Richardson being tabbed as the second coming, but Levis is a flop because Richardson and see, forget it. Didn't even go on into that. I think I got that same thing last night. Whatever. And listen, they made a pick for somebody and the type of athlete they wanted to play quarterback. And to me, you do what you want. But to me, when you look around and you look at the different quarterbacks that could have been available, and especially if they were decided to trade up with number one overall, I'm not going to get mad on any of these guys because you just don't know yet. I mean, there's no reason. There's no defining, well, this is what they should have done. And that's how I approached it. I mean, I like C.J. Stroud a great deal. He wasn't available, clearly. But it just doesn't seem like that there's a lot of reasons. The only reason to me to be mad and to shake your fist is if they would have traded down and not addressed it. All right, Russell's up next at 239-1070. Hello, Russell. Hey, John. How you doing? I'm great. Go ahead. Hey, man, we've met on a couple of occasions. You're from Green County. I, I am. used to play band in uh, Bloomington and stuff. We ran, we ran into up each other a couple times up here. Uh, I just wanted to say, man, I am super-duper excited for Anthony's uh, uh, chance here with with our team, man. I, I'm just super-duper excited for it. Why? What, what's your reason behind that? Just because, I mean – you know, I mean, you've seen some of the other choices. Some some of these guys were not going to fall where we're where the Colts were able to get them. I mean, I mean, number one, no. Number two, no. Sweating it at three, probably. But for that to fall, it just seems like it was kind of meant to be. You know what I mean? And what are the what, what what's the name of the team? The Colts. The Colts, okay? Those mm-hmm. young horses. What does he look like, man? So you're digging the athleticism even though the quarterback aspect is still a big-time work in progress is what you like. Well, you know, have you never played uh, young sports as a youngster? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, who? we all didn't know what we were doing at one point in time, right? Sure. Oh yeah, I get it. No, well, I, I get where I get where you're going on that. Yeah, I, I think somebody that's thirty years older hitting with the. I think most are satisfied with that. Go back and see if you can catch a fly ball. I think most people are satisfied with that and okay with that. At least from what I gather, there's not a lot of people that aren't. Well, I'm not one of those guys, man. I, I just feel like he's going to be a great young yeah. dude. No, 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 good. Yeah, he's, he's good, baby. He's good. He's good in my book. Russell, I appreciate you. I just I haven't received much pushback on it. I don't know if it's me pied pipering you saying, well, you know what? I'm not going to be mad about it, or you shouldn't. Normally, you guys have 
your own opinion on this, but I, it's like we got a call earlier about well, all this stuff that's being said. I don't see, like, I got a jackass here, and I don't know how many times he's going to fire off you know, the same tweet, but you will get an occasional jackass, but to me, the majority seems to to be willing to go ahead and give this a, a significant look if if they're not completely overexcited, at least, you know, giving this a fair look to see where this is going. Even if there's not a, a great deal of, um, you know, evidence from the past and, you know, seeing or believing, you know, playing the quarterback position, a lot of experience there. I haven't seen what I guess others are seeing at all in the negative. Again, I get the occasional jackass, but that's par for the course. Hey, Dean, you can lead on the other side. We'll do some Anything Goes coming up next as well. Hey, we go to a break. I've got Thoroughgood and Grand Prix tickets right now. Number nine at 239-107. Hey, if you're a jackass, don't call. If you're a non-jackass and you want to have some fun, don't hold me down with your jackassery, but if you want to have some fun, Grand Prix tickets and Thoroughgood show tickets, 239-1070. We'll get a winner and then get some Anything Goes and then re-rack Anthony Richardson, all coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. And then it's nothing but the 90s next door will be 105.7 for me. This is 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. No, this isn't an argument. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's just contradiction. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It is not. It is. <laughs> you just contradicted me. No, I didn't. Oh, you did. No, 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 no. You did just no, no, now. No, no, nonsense. Oh, look, this is futile. No, it isn't. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Uh, some Thurgood tickets. Grand Prix tickets. And we got some Anything Goes here if you guys want to phone in. Uh, we'll re-rack the conversation with Anthony Richardson that happened in the 5 o'clock hour, too. And then we'll turn it over to the last word coming up here at 6.30. And then your coverage rounds 2 and 3 here of the NFL Draft. Uh, live with Matt Taylor and friends from the Colts Complex. That is coming at you here at 7 o'clock tonight. Hey, by the way, too, the Colts, 35 overall second round. Uh, their former player that will be introducing the selection is Tariq Glenn this evening. So, Tariq Glenn, Aeneas Williams for the Cardinals, John Abraham for the Falcons, Torrey Smith, Ravens, Fred Jackson, Bills, Jonathan Stewart with the Panthers, Devin Hester for the Bears, A.J. Green with the Bengals, Hanford Dixon with the Cleveland Browns, legendary Drew Pearson. You know, back when it was all Cowboys and all Steelers, Drew Pearson was one of everybody's favorite players. Preston Pearson was one of my favorites. I was a big Preston Pearson and Robert Newhouse. Not a fan, but enjoyed him, I guess. I was a fan of the Bears. Uh, Leroy Butler. The Packers, Fred Taylor, and the do it for the Jags. Hey, well, here's one for you. Former LN standout and Boilermaker, Nick Hardwick. Former wrestler. Got the Chargers selection in round number two this evening. There you go. And Lawrence Tynes has it for the Giants. Wasn't Lawrence Tynes for a while also the kicker in Kansas City? So, 
That's a partial list of the players that will make the selections in round number two tonight for the NFL draft. Interesting enough. <laughs> Jam V, what time are you going to be on B? I've started listening. Yeah, probably, I don't know, 6.30 or so. That's what I'm trying to do. Hey, Jam V, I have nothing against the kid. I hope he's not a combine warrior where all talents are great, but the on-the-field translation is not something that does exist. The large part of the regime has shown little ability to evaluate the position in an elite level over the last four years. I did say this earlier. Bob Kravitz didn't know. He didn't completely agree with me, but I can tell you that that was in large part a Shane Steichen call. I don't know if that makes you feel better or not. I don't know if you even react to it. But that was 100% what Shane Steichen wanted. And I think there's value in that. I think that's meaningful. And I think that's the way that it should be. You bring the guy in for six years because you believe in his ability, his talents to coach, and to develop quarterbacks, which is the first part on his resume, I'm assuming. So let him develop the quarterback that he really does want to develop. That makes perfectly good sense to me. So 100% on Steichen with that selection. All right, a little anything goes at 239-1070, and Mark's going to lead. Hello, Mark. How are you? Hey, how you doing there, JMV? Uh, great, uh, Mark. Always like to talk to you. You do uh, really do That's... a fine show, and that was a nice interview with our new QB. I'm Thank wishing you. him a lot of luck. I appreciate that. It's very nice of you, Mark. Thank you. We've talked a little bit before about the choice of CJ versus him and some of the other. Yep. I think we have to hope as Colts fans that we made a good choice and that the Colts now move up to second, at least in the division with their quarterback behind Jacksonville's, who's really terrific. But I think we have a chance at that, and CJ may very well help Houston to kind of improve. The question will be what happens with uh, Tennessee, but they'll probably do something with tonight. My right. second thought, though, was really with the receivers, JMV. It's the situation is what we're going to look at from the past years. Are we going to have drop passes? We're going to have no separation of our receivers. Yes. No long threat. Perfectly reasonable. Yes. And if you're telling me they got to address that, I'm saying address that coming up here a little after seven at number 35. I'm with you on that. No doubt. Well, but defense too. So they want to shore that up. But if these receivers can't do it, and I'm sorry, but Coach Wayne, you got to kind of coach him up and get him to play like aggressive, like you did. This quarterback won't have a chance if if he doesn't have quality receivers. More so, weapons, yeah, Mark. Completely agree. Appreciate that, Mark. Have a great weekend. Dean is next on Anything Goes. Hello, Dean. Hey, JMV, this is great, man. Uh, last time I talked to you on air, uh, you were with the uh, your other station there. Really? That's been a right while. Now. It sure has. In fact, I remember uh, the first time I heard you was when you were working the board for MPOS. <laughs> and uh, every now and then he'd let you on air, and I remember oh, yeah. getting a chuckle thinking, man, that guy's got a good future here. So congrats. On man, all I appreciate that. that um, I first started with Mark. That goes back to uh, – I want to say, was it August or September of uh, 
2000, I believe, is uh, the first time that I was, and, and really I started out, I would go on the road with him. And then a guy named Brad Shoemaker, uh, we called him BS for a different reason, or would run the board. <laughs> yeah, and then one day, that. one day BS screwed up the board and Mark said, you know, you need to get back there and run the board because BS is not getting it done. And I stopped going on the road with him and started running the board. And then it just kind of, you know, he brought me on more and more. And man, I, I, I owe a great deal to him. I do. But, I mean, he was, he was the thing and he is one of the legends of this market without a doubt and i owe a great deal of that path starter to him without a doubt well that's awesome and i'm not from indy so i moved here back then but i love hearing your stories about growing up around here because i totally get that i grew up in a similar similar Mm -hmm. area down in florida uh, but I wanted to talk about uh, A.R. Anthony Richardson. So I'm from Florida, full disclosure. I'm a Florida alum. I'm real familiar with the program. And he, he's people got to understand something about Anthony Richardson is he did not play under ideal circumstances at Florida. I mean, that program, the short time he was there, was in chaos. He's had two entirely different head coaches, two different coaching staffs, two different offensive schemes. And other than last season, the only time he got to play was when he was put in because a starter was either hurt or just having such a miserable game. So he never really had a chance to get the focus and the attention and development that he needed. Uh, so anyone out there is looking at his stats, I can understand why they're saying, well, why would this guy be the fourth pick in the first round? But um, we all know he's got some great potential based on everything we've heard out the combine. But he is, too, a really good, solid guy. Um, I mean, he's from Gainesville, where University of Florida is. It was his dream to play there, and he stuck with the program under a lot of controversy and less than ideal circumstances. So I don't know if he'll be good or great here, but I really do like the pick, and I, I'm surprised the Colts went with it because that was a risky pick, and that's kind of out of, out of character for yeah, the Colts. Yeah, you're right. But I, I love it. I think it's great, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. Yeah, awesome. Hey, Dean, thank you for the call. Thanks for listening. All right, man. Mm, it's uh, Dean right there. Anything goes. And Todd is next. Todd, join the show. Just a quick reboot, reboot John, from what we talked about. Um, by the way, um, you're the best in the business. And, and the reason you're the best in the business is because of the mix between content, interviews, information, and, but more than anything else, listeners' involvement. And nobody else does that. I Thank appreciate you, that. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. Um, so you're the best in the business, or as the. Uh, Nicaragua would say the business meaning the industry. The industry. MPOS, Todd, right there. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah. MPOS. Hey, Kenny, jump on here. How are you? What's up, JMV? How you doing, Kenny? I'm doing great. I uh, just got back walking the dogs in the rain, so what are you going to do? <laughs> um, I have to laugh. Two things. I have to laugh. I don't know what co- commercial it is. It might be Connecticut, but every time I hear it, you say, hey, when you call them, just tell them JMV sent you. And I always think you're going to say, tell them JMV sucks. <laughs> Boy, I do sometimes. I say, you say whatever. <laughs> just say JMV sucks, you like him, whatever. But I just want right, you to right, get that right. discount, yeah. All right, there you go. Um, the reason I'm calling is you might have already touched base on this, but watching uh, Levis yesterday squirm in his seat with all of his – you know, people around him. It just reminded me of Bo Callahan from game day or draft day. It's like, you know, the people interview him and be like, why didn't any of your teammates come to your party? You know, Bo. And uh, I don't really remember that, you know, so it's poor Will. It's just painful to watch, but I hope he goes early. Yeah. He, he, um, he was surrounded by sisters and mom and girlfriend. He was in pretty good, pretty good group yesterday though. (laughs) So good looking family, but I mean, that was just, 
uh, it, it's just painful to watch. And yeah, you know, Porter, Porter, Porter Jr. is not going to the draft either, but love to see the Colts land Porter. You got it. Uh, hey, thank you very much, Kenny. Have a great weekend. Yep. You too, man. Bye. All right, Troy, jump on here before the end of this thing. Hello, jo- Hey, Troy, how are you? Yes, sir, JMB. Hey, I just want to George Thurgood tickets. Thank you very much. Well done, Troy. Enjoy George Thurgood and the Destroyers. In 1980, I think, 79 or 80. Um, what race was those tickets for? I, I didn't quite catch. Uh, the Grand Prix. That's the first, cool. the first one at IMS in the month of May, the Grand Prix. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, talking about the month of May, you know how I roll, JMB. Could you have some, try to get somebody on talking derby next week? Yes, let's do that. And just, you know, just so you know, my birthday's on the derby this year, so. You got it. Hey, Thanks Troy, thank you very much. I appreciate you. All right. Last word, bottom of the hour, the draft rounds two and three after that. I'm going to go through to the JMV takeover. Nothing but the 90s. Next door on B105.7. James, great job. Andy Moore, Automotive Group Potline. He is the number four selection, first round by the Colts. He is the quarterback out of Florida. He'll wear number five. Anthony Richardson joins us. Anthony, it is fantastic to have you on the show. How are you? Good. I appreciate you for having me on. Man, you're not allowed to have a better voice than the host here, by the way, too. Come on, man. Come on. Just already out of the gate already. Hey, I'm, I am curious. It looked like last night, I was just going by your reaction, that that was a surprise to you. Was it as surprising to you that the Colts drafted you there as it looked, or was that just kind of the emotion that was coming out of you at that moment? You know, it was a little bit of both. You know, I wasn't more so surprised, and you know, I was more so relieved. You know, uh, I was excited to you know be a, be a part of this franchise. You know, be a coach, and I was just you know thankful that they you know believed in me and trusted in me enough to you know pick me that early. So I'm, I was definitely excited. When the night began, did you think that that was going to be? your spot at number four with the Colts, or it's in some way, even if they had to trade up, and I know Chris Ballard mentioned that last night, that they they certainly had kind of thought about that if they needed to, but did you think that this was going to be your destination at the end of the night? Honestly, I didn't know where my destination was going to be. You know, I kind of had ideas and hopes that I would end up here, um, but I didn't know what was going to happen with any of the teams. You know, I don't think anybody did. But, well, once I got that call, you know, it solidified everything for me, and I was definitely, you know, thankful and appreciative. This is Anthony Richardson of the Colts with us. I certainly know what Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen thought about you. I'm curious with those early meetings you had, the one-on-ones, the workouts, your your pro day, all this involved. What did you think about the Colts' presence and the Colts' leadership from what you gathered when you first met with them? You know, I, I know that they're, they're strictly about their business. You know, they're going to work hard, you know, uh, and they respect their places. And I definitely appreciate that. Um, when I left my 30 visit from here, you know, I didn't want to – I didn't realize I wanted to be a better person just by leaving this visit. You know, talking to Chris Ballard, you know, he, he opened up my eyes and gave me a different perspective on, on work and how, how you still work and go about things. And once I left here, I'm like, bro, I, I got to be better. And, you know, now I'm just thankful that they believed in me and trusted in me. Yeah, what what exactly? You don't have to tell me exactly what he says throughout, but what were some of the the major points that both he and your head coach made in, in those one and ones with you that really struck you uh, as as a person and really thought, you know what, I'd love to play for that organization, Andy. You know, they told me they were like it's going to take a lot of work, and I understood that. But you know, the way they were talking about it. You know, they were letting me know that, that they did like me and they were thinking about drafting me, but they weren't going to just draft me because they liked me. You know, I had to be you know, willing to put the work in and put the time in to actually want to be better. And that really opened my eyes to the way I should go about this game and go about this process. 
So uh, once I realized they were going to pick me, you know, it, it definitely opened my eyes and, and let me know that they believed in me and that I would put the work in. He is Anthony Richardson, the Colts quarterback, with us. Uh, your head coach is all ball. He's been on the show, and, and literally, if you're not talking football, he really doesn't have a lot of time for you. I respect that a great deal. Um, or, how are you in that category? You seem like a very personable uh, young man here. Um, are you as all ball, it seems, maybe in the same category as your head coach? Uh, not yet. You know, I want to get to that point, though. You know, get to that point where we, we can't just talk all ball and, and it just flows naturally. Yeah. It, you're 20 years old. Um, I thought about this when I was 20. There was no way in the world I'd be ready for any of this. I mean, not even a sliver of this. Are you at all overwhelmed right now, considering what you're going through? You got all this going on. I'm assuming you got to go meet with Jim Irsay right after you get off the phone with me, right? Yes, sir. So, yeah, that's cool that you came on this show before you go meet with the owner, too. That's really cool. So thank you for that. Um, I'm just I'm curious. Are you at all overwhelmed with this? Honestly, I'm not. You know, I'm more so excited about the whole thing, you know, and I'm definitely thankful. You know, I don't I don't think I'm overwhelmed because, you know, I'm here for a reason. You know, I, I put the work in and I got blessed enough to have this opportunity. So I'm ready to dive into it. I'm not overwhelmed at all. What does uh, Shane Steichen expect out of you? Obviously, work category, a great deal. But what is his vision of you as a player? And knowing that we watched a guy like Jalen Hurts just be terrific a year ago, is that kind of what he's thinking about you as as that quality, that multi-threat quarterback? Is that his vision for you? Yeah, he's definitely expecting me to be a dynamic quarterback and dynamic player on this team, especially uh, being a leader. But the main thing he wants from me is – that I commit to this, you know, commit to this process, commit to the time, commit to the people in the building, commit to my teammates, you know, just commit to everything, you know, not just be, you know, satisfied that I was the fourth overall pick. You know, I got to put the work in, I got to grind, I got to commit to this, and that's what he's expecting out of me. Are you a leader by example? Yes, sir, I am. How long have you had that quality? Again, you're only 20. It couldn't have been there that long. It had to just recently develop. But how long do you feel that you've had that that lead by example quality? Honestly, I feel like I've had to be like this my whole life. You know, I have a lot of siblings and, uh, and a lot of people looking up to me. So uh, I kind of had to move a certain way and, you know, broadcast my life a certain way and move a certain way. So uh, I can set certain examples for my siblings, you know. So I think I've had this, you know, my whole life. I just had to go into it. Is uh, Anthony Richardson with us. A couple more things and I'll let you go. Um, I was struck by the letter that your brother was reading to you. Uh, certainly during the draft, we saw that last night. How, not just your brother, but how meaningful your family and to have that letter read to you, you know, in, in that fashion, you're going through what you're going through right now. How, how much more, even than what we saw emotionally, did that affect you? Uh, it definitely hit me hard, you know, because it gave me a sense of gratification that I'm, I'm doing something right for my family. You know, and it lets me know that they're proud of me, you know, regardless of what happens, you know, regardless of where I was picked, you know, regardless of where we end up. It lets me know that they're proud of me and I'm doing something right, so I just got to keep working for them. You pattern your game after anybody? I mean, obviously you have probably football heroes, football people that you followed, but you you pattern your game after anybody or are you going to become just an original Anthony Richardson moving forward here? You know, I plan, I plan on just being myself. You know, growing up, I always looked up to Cam and Lamar. You know, but um, I feel like I can do just as just as good as them. You know, I want to be dynamic. You know, I just, I just want to be myself and try not to copy anybody, not limit limit myself. Football always your best sport. 
Oh, yes, sir. Definitely. Well, how are you in basketball? Because what's, what's your vertical, about 53 or something like that? It makes me <laughs> sick. I know that. What is it? <laughs> uh, it's a 40 and a half. I'm, I'm <laughs> decent in, in basketball. People said I was really good, but I just said I was decent. Have you, won, have you ever won a dunk contest? Oh, I've, I've won plenty. You know, that, that's all I do. I love dunking. Now, you got to stop that now, though, don't you? You're done. Yes, Your basketball career is over right here. Yes, <laughs> well, hey, that's outstanding. I know you got to run. You better go see the owner. I'm going to get a really nasty text here in a minute if I don't let you go. Um, we'll get you. We'll get you back on whenever uh, I'm sure you get into camp. But um, you're a pleasure to talk to. Uh, really, are the one thing that I've noticed in closing from you. Uh, not many. Not many of the younger generation uh, come by uh, humbleness honestly. And and you do, and I, I think that that's a hell of a quality. You agree? Yes, sir. I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, that's something. That's something that uh, I think a, a maturity level that a lot of us certainly didn't have at your age. Hey, congratulations! Congratulations to your family. Go ahead and go talk to the owner. We'll do this again soon, Anthony. Uh, great to have you here in Indy. Yes, sir. Thank you.